Now we must satisfy the first sovereign emperor by destroying this. <laughs> Not so fast, gentlemen. Oh, is it too much to ask, Thunder? Kill him for me! <laughs> Won't solve anything, Dave. Too many people around here been dropping like flies already, and where's that getting us, huh? Nowhere. Fast. Ah, uh, you know what old Jack Burton always says at a time like this? Who? Jack Burton. Me. Jack always says, what the hell? Popheads and welcome to another exciting issue of the Tomcast Podcast, coming coming to you from the safe confines of the Porkchop Express. My name is Tom, and thank you so much for listening to this quality independent podcast. Please follow us on the social media at Tomcast Popcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can email this fine show at TomcastPopcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to become an official member of Pophead Nation, you can do so over at patreon.com forward slash Tomcast Popcast where you get access to bonus content like audio commentary tracks that are exclusive only to Patreon members. You get video content, uh, reading recommendations, all kinds of other stuff going on within Pophead Nation. And you get to also hang out with super cool members like the Aspinel Jody, the Batman at Bay Park, Jeff Dale, co-host of The Ringing Ear, the music podcast that you need in your life. Thank you to Evil Circle, the evilest of all the circles, the Squidmaster General, Mr. Brian Broussard, and the New Jersey Devil himself, Mark Wegemer. Finally, make sure you are subscribed to this podcast. You're liking this podcast. You're sharing this podcast. If you're on the Apple, get, give, us a, give us a sweet, sweet five-star reviews. They are the sweet nectar that keeps this show alive. Ooh, sorry, that was my chair. Hey, now. So, a special episode today. We're doing something a little different. Uh, you know, it, it's been a few, gosh, it might be maybe a month or two since the last time we sat down and we focused on one of the TomCast podcast favorite featured films of all time. Uh, the, the, I had a great time last time doing Alien. Uh, and and then we got busy with new stuff and, and TV shows and all kinds of other things. But uh, we're going to dip back into that pool today. We're going to go back into one of, one of not only my favorite movies of all time, but I think everyone's favorite movies of all time. It's one of those movies that... Uh, you know, maybe it, it initially in the box office it didn't do as well as 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 it should have, as one might have expected, but it became a cult classic uh, on 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 the on the home video on the VHS. And we're, of course, we're talking about Big Trouble in Little China, starring everyone's favorite guy Kurt Russell, directed by John Carpenter. Uh, it is is, is a 1986 uh, tour de force masterpiece of of just pop culture goodness, ancient. Uh, Chinese mysticism and, and, and kung fu and, and all kinds of just fun, fun, super cool, great things of insanely good quotes, which you're going to hear some of today. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be join, joining up with our good friend Reagan of the Come On It's So Good podcast, and we're going to we're going to do uh, a little differently today. We're going to try something a little different. We are going to try and watch the film while we are discussing it, so we can kind of give you almost almost like an audio commentary track uh, 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 for the film. 
but because of, of, of copyright concerns and things like that, uh, there will no, not be audio of the movie. So so we'll be watching it. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely have subtitles going on on my screen. I don't know how Reagan uh, will choose to to watch it. Uh, but hopefully this this will kind of will be able to kind of give you like a guided uh, experience if you decide to to sit down and and revisit this this amazing film from the from the mid to late eighties and uh, and hopefully you will have as, as good a time as I'm sure that Reagan and I will. Uh, Reagan's a little concerned that he's just going to get distracted and 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 just watch the movie and ignore uh, talking to me. But I have plenty of questions to keep him on his toes. So. We're gonna we're gonna give this a try. If there's any technical issues, uh, then we're just gonna have the normal discussion. And this 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 minute of of talking that I'm giving to you right now will mean absolutely nothing in the long run. Uh, but we'll see how it goes. We're gonna give it a try. So I'm gonna link up with him right now. Sit back. Oop. Well, I guess you can sit back first. But you gotta buckle up. You gotta hold on to your butts, and you buckle up again because that's how we do things on the Tomcast podcast. You know, just like Jack Burton says. What the hell? What is that, huh? Yeah. Sounds like something breathing underwater. Yeah. You will come out no more. All right, joining me once again via the Skype, we have Reagan, host of the Come On It's Still Good podcast, which is recording later tonight. So Reagan doing a little double duty, emphasis on duty. <laughs> How's it That's going, right. buddy? Thank you. Good, good. Thanks for having me back and a undefeated champion That's... of all podcasts. <laughs> Wait, all podcasts? Are you implying That's that right. you are undefeated on this podcast? Yes. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> it's a little harder to be undefeated on this podcast than my podcast. I, I suppose. We don't, we, there's not a lot of arguing on this podcast like there is uh, yeah. on, on yours. <laughs> yours is almost a debate show sometimes, especially with that last film. Yeah, well, apparently I make bad life decisions. <laughs> Just to summarize for anyone who hasn't checked out uh, your guys' podcast yet, it's it's you and your two brothers – and uh, you're you're rewatching movies uh, where you you assert that these movies are still good, and I, I feel like you're sort of trying to persuade your brothers that they are. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. It's we watch movies that we watched growing up that I still love today, mm-hmm. and that they've they've you know become adults and fully functioning people, <laughs> and tell me that no, that movie is not good anymore. It was good when we were ten. Well, and then I proved them wrong. <laughs> so a few a few weeks back, you guys did an episode uh, that was on my list of, of movies to feature on this podcast, and I was like, "Well, I can't do that for a little while." <laughs> so now I get you back. Uh, <laughs> by, yeah, that's right. By doing a movie that was on your list. <laughs> it is, and if it comes out of the bag, it's going to get pushed back for about a year. <laughs> I, and of course, I, I already introduced it, but yeah, we're talking about 1986's amazing Big Trouble in Little China, Kurt Russell. Being Kurt Russell, just kicking all the, well, sort of kicking ass. I mean, <laughs> he's not the, he's a bit bumbling, but that's why we it, love it's him. It's a great fish out of water story. Yeah, agreed. Fish out of water story. Good and way to this put is the it. movie that made me fall 
this movie made me fall in love with Kurt Russell for the rest of my life. I, now, whenever I see him in something, I think you're right. I, I, I tried to. I was trying to remember if this was the first time I'd seen Kurt Russell in something, or if maybe I had seen. I don't think I'd seen the thing yet. I don't think I'd seen Escape from New York yet. You know, uh, so this might be the first my first exposure to Kurt Russell. Um, it for me, it's either this or Overboard. That was the what I was going to say. It was yeah. this or Overboard. Was the first which, time which I saw. Which I, oh, I should have put that on the list because I'm sure that oh, I'm sure that's still a fantastic movie. It might have some dark undertones of basically kidnapping a woman to be a slave in your house. <laughs> it, it may play a little rough with a newer yeah. audience. <laughs> I, I think, I think putting 2020 eyes on that might be a fun time. Well, just to get the, but the, that was a great movie back in the day. Oh no. I, again, I have a soft spot for, for that one as well. So yeah, we have, we have Kurt Russell as Jack Burton, Kim Cattrall as Gracie Law, Dennis Dunn as, uh, as Wang Chi, the, the great James Hong as David Lopan. Victor mm-hmm. Wong is Egg Shen, and that's pretty much the biggest of the primary cast. Um, again, directed by John Carpenter, which I when when I was looking this up, I was a little surprised when I realized, and I probably had realized this at some point, but uh, he, Carpenter didn't didn't write this one. He didn't write this one. No, uh, Gary he made a Gold- great music video for it though. Yeah, uh, Gary Goldman and David Z. Weinstein are credited with uh, with an adaptation from a uh, W. D. Richter, whoever that is. Huh. Oh, all right. Well, the first guy wrote Total Recall. <laughs> well, Total Recall. The original and the. So. Total Recall was based on a book, so I don't think he gets full credit for yeah. that. But, uh, but more, like, most importantly for Carpenter, though, he did uh, do a lot. He was involved in the music and the scoring of this picture, which that that's a signature of, of Carpenter's is to, is to yeah. do the score, to go, get all up in there with the music choices, which this, this movie has some great uh, music. Great music. And uh, unfortunately, we will not be listening to any of it as we watch them film uh-huh. because uh, just this podcast is small enough that we probably would fly under the radar. But just on the on the on the off chance that like the billions of Big Trouble fans flock to this episode of the show, uh, you know, we, we, we don't want to make waves and have John Carpenter come after us. He's a bad man. You should all go to YouTube and just <laughs> type in Big Trouble Little China music video to watch that great song and John Carpenter, I believe, playing guitar. <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're right. And singing, and singing. But <laughs> I couldn't remember what instrument he's playing. It's great. So, so before we kind of get into it, what, what do you remember? The I was because I was racking my brain. But do you remember the first time you saw this, this movie? Uh, the, I mean, I've seen it so many times, but I definitely remember being. Wait, what year did this come out? 86. Like I remember being like eight or nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I would like when it was on like TV. Yeah, you think like all like, the time, like WDC. I think we had a VHS cassette. Okay. Yeah, I think I had a VHS cassette. Like I was young, I was, and just watching this over and over again. Mm-hmm. And also, it was like in the early days of cable, and I feel like this was on cable a ton. Yeah, I was. I was trying to re- to to. Re- I really was racking my brain because I, I it was. I remember. We, my brother and I, re rented this from from All Video in Twinbrook in back in back oh. in Rockville, and and I because I, I, I mean I remember the the box on the shelf that that, that amazing Drew Struzan art that just like you know captures the eyes of every child and, and yeah. instantly makes you want to watch whatever movie it is, and and uh, but I, I was trying to get the year right uh, because again the movie came out in '86 but I mean movies released a little bit slower to VHS back in those days. Uh, because yeah, I don't remember. It's like a year. 
at least a year. And, and I don't remember our family having a VCR until at least 88, maybe even 89. But I think 88 is right. So it might have been the year-ish after it had come out in theaters. Yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying, I can't remember. Mark might know better than me uh, when we got that VCR. It was either 87 or 88 we got it. But, again, I remember getting the video and watching it, and then we watched the hell out of it for, like, those three days that we had it. So, oh, yeah. I forgot and, all about, like, three-day rentals and shit. <laughs> you know, it might have even been, that might have even been, like, a five-day rental. I, I can't remember exactly. I remember they used to have 24-hour rentals with, like, new releases. You know, as a former Blockbuster employee, <laughs> dated myself a little bit. Um uh, <laughs> I remember that where you'd have to go back. Oh my god! Could you imagine trying to do that shit today? No man. You're like I got to go back to the goddamn store. Well, I mean, yeah, I, we were cavemen. Yeah, I mean, you remember when Netflix was all about like sending you discs and you you send it back whenever you yeah. wanted, kind of thing. It's it's at work this week. I saw a guy mailing out a Netflix sleeve, and I was like, Netflix still does that. I I can neither confirm nor deny that I know someone who does the same exact thing. <laughs> and you might know this I, person too. <laughs> uh, blew my effing mind. Wow, it's like, oh, that guy's a dinosaur. Like, you need to help this old person. He's lost. Oh man, uh, <laughs> I, bet it, I bet it was a Jag DVD. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, like, like I like much like much like your your origin story with the movie. I mean. Yeah, this captivated my brother and I's young minds, and and we became instant fans. And I think this this might, like I said, I think this is the one that really turns into into Kurt Russell fans, but also John Carpenter fans, because it was shortly after this that we, we went to discovered Escape from Nell, uh, excuse me, Escape from New York, and and uh, the Thing, and, and those movies. Halloween. Hall- well, we weren't up to Halloween just yet. Horror was still a little yeah. like mm, I'm scared. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I, it's I mean, I went and watched Ghosts of Mars in theaters. That's just because you're an Ice Cube fan. I'm also a Jason Statham fan. <laughs> well, before we hit play and, and we begin to, to watch and, and, and kind of discuss as we watch, uh, what lovely beverage are you drinking today, sir? Uh, just like earlier this week when I was on the podcast, I am drinking a Thunder Peel Hazy IPA from Flying Dog Brewery. Nice. That sounds delicious. Right it's so good, man. I'm drinking one of my favorites. Uh, I can't believe I haven't featured it on the on the show yet. Uh, this is from one of my favorite breweries in San Diego. This is from Society Brewing Company. This is the Pupil IPA, and it's lovely. 7.5%. Uh, it's described as a tropical hop triumph with notes of guava and mango. Well, that sounds good. The, clam, the can looks classy. Oh, they, they, these guys are all about class. They are yeah, a, a it's fine, so clean, fine institution. Yeah. And and that's it. That's kind of like describes the beer too, because it, it's a it's a clean drinking uh, beer. I mean, it's just right there. Hop flavors all up in your mouth. Nice. All right, you ready to hit this play button? Get get this thing started. All right. So I guess I guess we should actually real quickly before we we hit play. Uh, for anyone who is listening and maybe you aren't familiar with this movie, let's let's kind of give you like a boilerplate introduction. Uh, Jack, Jack, or Jesus, Kurt Russell plays Jack Burton, a a a tr- truck driving man. You know, he's delivering the goods. He drops off a big, you know, he makes his delivery in in this wonderful city of San Francisco, and where he meets up with his friend Wang. They play some poker. Wang loses a lot of money to Jack, 
So mm-hmm. he then decides he's going to take Wang to the airport to pick up his fiance from China, and that's where the uh, big trouble in Little China begins. <laughs> it, it's just you describing that as I'm just thinking about him, like trying to go up to those three guys who are pushing their way through. Oh, well, we can talk about that oh. as we get there. Don't worry. Oh, uh, <laughs> I mean, we're I about know. to start it's watching. Just, it. It's just the first. Just his. He's like, what? <laughs> It's, I know they've been trying to remake this movie for years. Part of me wants it, and part of me doesn't. Well, we can, we can talk about that at the end. We, we, yeah, I think, we, I think uh, we'll address it after we, after we finish watching it here. But let's go Let's go ahead and get it queued up. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. I'm going to hit play in four, three, two, one, play. Hopefully that worked. There's my 20th Century Fox logo. Got it. All right. We're, we're probably about a second apart or so. <laughs> All right. So we open up with, with Egg Shen in a lawyer's office where we kind of learned that something has happened. <laughs> uh, I was reading on, on the IMDb that apparently this scene was, was insisted on by the, by the studio to sort of establish Jack Burton as like the quote-unquote hero, even though that's not exactly quote-unquote true uh, yeah i i feel jack is just you know our window into this world of magic and you know uh the, the fuck, what are the the three elements called the three storms there the three storms mm-hmm. you know the immortal lopan yeah i mean yeah i think you're 100 percent right jack is jack is us he's our viewpoint character we don't understand what's going on either but Jack's kind of like a like a uh, uh, he's a blowhard, but he's a brave blowhard. <laughs> you know, he talks the talk and he tries to walk the walk, but that doesn't always go the way he wants it to. Like I said, he's a, he's a bit bumbling, sort of, but in a in a fun, charming way. Yeah, I was like very charming, and like him hitting on the uh, yeah Gracie Law, yeah. <laughs> He's very charming. Like he wins Kim Cartrell over because she is not into Jack Burton at all when they first meet. But this scene is interesting in the sense that uh, you know, we, 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 I mean, the lawyer asks him directly, "Do you believe in magic?" And that's that. This, this scene's going to set up what kind of movie yeah. you're in for. You know, I'm just saying, if a guy shows me that he has lightning between his hands, I'm going to lose my mind. And I think <laughs> the lawyer handles it pretty well. <laughs> Uh, it, it's such an interesting movie because, I mean, obviously the 80s were a long time ago, and in, in, in a lot of senses the world was a smaller place because – or maybe, sorry, the world was a bigger place because everything seems so far away, China in, in particular. Uh, and especially for you and I as kids, I mean, like, our radius was like a two blocks around our house or whatever. So, I mean, mm-hmm. China must have seemed super cool to us. So all this stuff was probably yeah. blowing us away. We're like, wait, they have lightning magic in China? Why don't we have that here in Maryland? <laughs> We got nothing. Nothing. Just boredom and, like, what? Crawfish? Yeah, it's like Sofer Fountain. Like, that's, that's as close as we had in Maryland or in so, Rockville. So here we see the, the Pork Chop Express barreling down some road somewhere. Pork Chop Express, by the way, great name for a truck. I'm not going to lie. Every time I drive by a truck, I really hope it's named the Pork Chop Express. Oh, that would be the I dream. always look at the name on them. And it, it's never happened yet. But I know there's one fan out there driving a truck to be like Jack Burton. 
So, uh, so I'm curious about this scene. What do you think of this thing? I mean, he's on his like CB radio, and he's just John. You think he has like a, like a CB radio show that he hosts from his truck? Is that what's going on here? Yeah, he's the original podcaster. He's just getting his message out there to like you know 20 people at a time. The the Adam Curry of CB radio shows. Yeah, it, it's not a bad show. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, he's got a good persona going on. The, uh, all the all these lines are are hilarious it, it's unfortunate we can't play the audio from from you know as we're talking but I would probably just sit here and let him let let Jack Burton talk we wouldn't be doing much commentary then but the, yeah, the, the yes sir I the said, check is in the mail all that stuff is too distracting yeah it would it, it would be because so yeah yeah I mean you and I would literally sit here and just watch the movie and not say anything for an hour and a half yeah, that's but... not great podcasting <laughs> it's not great podcasting, but I'm going to let you in on a secret at home. I'd have a lot of fun. I'm just sitting here watching Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> oh, dude, I you know it's it's funny. Uh, I watch this movie on a pretty regular basis. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like yeah. every couple of months is is about right. I get the itch and I want to watch it. Probably about every four months for me. Yeah. Now we're getting a taste of Chinatown here, pouring rain. Mm-hmm. And people just having fun. Yeah, it rains a lot in this movie. It does. But it, I've never been to San Francisco, but from my viewpoint, it always rains. I mean that that is I think that's a fairly re- decent description. But I mean I think it also plays into like the into the three storms, like as we alluded to, which are not just you know thunder, rain, and lightning, but they're actual characters in the in the, in the movie. So maybe the storms awesome. a, a bit of forecast in, in for or foreshadowing for for things to come, for events to come. By the way, driving this truck looks insanely intimidating as he's driving down these really narrow alleyways. Yeah, (laughs) when he turns down the alley later on, made me nervous as a kid without driving. (laughs) Now that I've actually drive cars, I'm like, no, not going down there. No, 100%. I I, I do my best to avoid these sort of uh, uncomfortable positions to put put a vehicle in. I mean, I had enough trouble backing up a U-Haul truck. Thank you very much. That sounds awful. It was not fun. You know, spinning the wheel the other direction that you're trying to go. It was a whole thing. Especially when you have, like, a trailer on the back. Oh, boy. Yeah, not interested in doing that. (laughs) I'll I'll hire a gentleman who can do that. (laughs) All right, so here's Jack at the poker scene. This is one of those games that you see in movies all the time with, like, the crowd around you. Everyone's drinking beer. The game's super intense. This has never happened to me in real life. Yeah. No, it's like the the Raiders have lost, you know, the Raiders scene when, uh... Oh, it's not even a poker game. I take it back. It's, they're not playing cards. Yeah. It's just like they're just betting on it's, something. Uh, the dominoes? I'm trying... uh, you can't even see I can't what even see they're... what it is. You're right, yeah. yeah. But like it's, ma- it's, Mahjong tablets. It is gambling of a sort. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's some backroom gambling. Don't worry about it. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Jack's got to supplement his income somehow. You know, driving a truck. You got you to pay for those yeah. those cushions, man. Oh, now they're playing like some kind of like dominoes. Sort yeah, of thing. some sort. Of, yeah, I have no idea. I Mahjong would love to game. learn. It's not this mahjong, game, but it's something. No, yeah, but they're they're dominoes. Yeah, I've no. I mean, obviously they've played before, but also in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter what games. It just matters that Jack's winning. Yeah, and Wang does not have money to cover his bets because he's a bad gambler. He's a bad gambler with a with a Indiana Jones esque hat. Yeah. Which is, uh, I guess we should say, I mean, right now, I mean, Wang is basically the hero of the movie, and, and Jack's just sort of the sidekick. Uh, yeah, a, a billion percent Wang is the hero of this movie. Yeah. He's going to save his girl. He's the man he's of action. <laughs> worked so hard to bring over for the American dream. Yeah. 
Jack is just getting his truck back. <laughs> You're right. He's getting his truck. But he is trying to help his friend. I mean, there's he's a little bit more involved. Back. And he, he, like, like Egg says in the beginning, he shows great courage. <laughs> I have to say, if, it, if, if uh, fuck, what's that gang called? It's not the, the Wings and oh, the evil gang. The, 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 I just call them the Lopan boys. <laughs> there's there's something triad or something or if they don't steal his truck i think jack goes home <laughs> possibly but here i, I love this scene very much like, as a you know kid what? fuck the thousand dollars <laughs> i don't know oh, yeah with the it's bottle the reflexes yeah 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 i mean it's, it's so great come on and i love that jack thinks that he's pulling a fast one with the bottle he's like no no, no use this bottle and it, it I don't know. I just think it's hilarious. I was about to say, that's one of my favorite scenes where he's like, not that bottle. Yeah. <laughs> this bottle. <laughs> it's so good. Wang raising the, the the meat cleaver here. Thinks he's going to cut it right in half. <laughs> and then, boom, Jack catches it. <laughs> it's all in the reflexes, buddy. <laughs> this movie's great. It's so great. Well, and again, that's a lot of money. <laughs> I can't tell you. Over- I can't tell you how many years I, I I've been trying to plan how to be Jack Burton for Halloween. By the way, <laughs> but getting those boots is not easy. Jack has very distinct <laughs> boots. I was like, it's a. I mean, I think that I guess you can find the tank top somewhere. I have the tank top. Yeah, I'm ready for that. <laughs> I got that part and like some some yeah. washed out jeans. I could I can figure that out too. Yeah. The boots are the yeah. trick. I go to I, I go to a Harley Davidson store in Laurel and get you that hat right now. <laughs> well, and Jesus, my COVID hair is is very close to his uh almost mullet. <laughs> yeah, I, the classic Kurt Russell eighties hair. Russell in all yeah. his glory. Oh yeah, no, I mean that's Tango and Cash. Come on, right there. I was I was just about <laughs> to drop some Tango and Cash. <laughs> <laughs> So catching people up in the movie, uh, uh, Wang and, and, and Jack are now in the truck because Wang owes them all that money, but Jack's going to take him to the airport because <laughs> Jack's a nice guy. Yeah. Well, he, he says he has to go to the airport before he can pay. Mm-hmm. You know, Jack Jack wants that money. You know, gas ain't free. Gas ain't free. I mean, it was pretty close in the 80s, but it, <laughs> it ain't free. Yeah, because... Well, yeah, Based on what I know of 1980s gas prices, which is in the Die Hard movie, I think it was 86 cents in Die Hard. <laughs> I think you're right. I think because I, 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 I sort of remember it being, it being like a dollar thirty when I got my driver's license in like '94. Oh no, no, you're way high because it was 99 cents when I started driving in the, yeah, the mid you, to late '90s. Yeah, but you went to those disreputable gas stations. Oh, you're damn straight. I did. <laughs> I, I would go with 99 cents. <laughs> So this... like one gallon of gasoline, please. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, here, here we see Gracie Law for the first time, yeah. and she captures Jack's attention. She's a Gracie's a fun character too, uh, especially for a movie you know set in in the mid '80s, and not the typical damsel in distress. Like like Gracie's yes. pretty good at taking care of herself. She's not screaming constantly in the in the movie or anything like that, waiting to be rescued. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah. Especially for the time, very yeah. unheard of. Yeah, like, yeah. She actually fights back at times. Mm-hmm. And well, and she's not. She does not fall for Jack's bullshit, <laughs> especially here in the beginning. Oh, right. This is what she's about to tell him. It's middle of time for where I'm standing. <laughs> like, yeah, man. Which, how, come on, Ray. How many times have you been told gambling that? Gambling and drinking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Miller time. Just don't drink that shit. 
I mean, I know it's 1986. You don't have a lot of choices. Don't worry, Jack Burton. The future is bright. Lords of Death Street Gang. That's Lords that's, of Death. Yeah, yeah that's why. I, that's why I was like, I gotta look and see what it is. Look at those yeah, little crazy sunglasses. You can't see out of those. How do you see out of those? That's, uh, those aren't functional. I want to go as that. I want to dress as the Lord of Death for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> it's so inside. That is a deep cut. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then. Gracie ditches them. Yeah, and Gra- Gracie's there because she's picking up uh, a. It's like a. What is Gracie doing? She's she's a journalist, or no, she's a lawyer. I, I apologize, but she's kind of yeah, trying she, to expose uh, a kind of like trafficking ring or something, right? Like slave trafficking. Yeah, she's trying. She's trying to bring you know bring people to the country safely. Right, right, right. Yes. And then the lords of death aren't having that because no, they they're, 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 they got to steal women. Right, they're in like human trafficking, which I think at this point is just. I don't know what they called human trafficking in the 80s. I think it had a different name. Yeah. Uh, slave trading, probably. probably. Yeah, probably. It probably is. And Where is the airport security, there, by the way? There is none in this movie. I know it's pre-9-11. And here's, here's but the there's... butterfly knives. Oh, and... the... <laughs> when he's like, what? How'd you get that? Like, fantastic. This is, and this looks like the this, guy who fights Batman face. in 89. This looks like the guy who fights Batman in 89. Right? Come yeah. on. And then, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Kurt, uh, Michael Keaton just kicks him in the chest. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then we got gunplay in the airport. This is an unsafe airport, Reagan. I mean, they haven't gone through security and defense. They, no, no, no. They're, they're. I mean, they're right there by the by the exit gate. There's they're, actually, they're just at the pickup. Yeah, this any is fairly reasonable for a for a pre nine eleven world where you can barely get anywhere in the airport yeah. without a boarding pass. Yeah, I mean. Last time I went to the airport, I did walk by a couple guys with M16s or whatever, AR-15s, whatever they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Jack's trying to. There's a whole thing going on here where the where the lords of the lords of death have grabbed both girls. Yeah, Mao Yin and the other girl. Right. Her, her fast race car. About to get run over. They stand there for a long time. They really All the did. Reflexes, Deer like, in the headlights, kind of thing. Yeah. Do they have both girls? No, they in that don't. Trunk? They, I'm sorry. They only have the one girl. They have, uh, Wang's girl, but Mao oh, Yan. Yeah. yeah, but uh, but Kim Cattrall's all mixed up in it because her, you know, her friend. Her, her friend. That I forget that's, what that's, her friend. Yeah. Oh no, she gets away. Right. She gets away. She that, that, yeah, Gracie theater. and the friend leave the airport, yeah. but they're kind of mixed up in the whole altercation, and because she's a, a lawyer in Chinatown, she was very involved in in the future action. Yeah. So now uh, Jack and Wang are in pursuit in the Pork Chop Express, heading back into the city, and they're going to try and rescue. Uh, Goddamn! Well, was it Mao Yen? Mao Yen. Yeah. Mao Yen. With her green eyes. Oh, the girl with green and eyes. Now Egg Egg Shen is back with his tour bus, and he's driving the tour bus. That sweet, sweet tour bus. Where I I can't remember the curse word he's going to yell in a minute. My wife told me. Because <laughs> she giggled, like, for, like, the half second that I can get her to watch this movie, like, she'll be in the background of the room watching it, and she'll then speak Chinese, and she'll be like, oh, that's weird, and, <laughs> and tell me what they say. But she gets tired of that game when I try and get her to translate movies for me. I thought I had read somewhere that the, that the bus they use for this movie is actually, like, parked in, like, Yellowstone Park somewhere. Oh really? I thought I read that somewhere on, on IMDb. 
Yeah, they don't say what word it is. It just says uh, egg shouting indistinctly. Yeah, yeah I, I'll, I'll have to ask. Was that uh, Gracie's friend? Yes, that was Margo? Gracie's friend, Margo, that they just drove past in the truck. I didn't even look that up, and I remembered Margo. That tells you how much I've watched this movie. <laughs> and now here we are. Margo's about... in like eight scenes. <laughs> True. Though her and Eddie do fall in love, but we haven't met Eddie yet. <laughs> yeah, we haven't met Eddie. He's a great Mater D. He is a He's pretty handy with a gun for Mater like D. two seconds. Yeah. Now look at this truck down this alley. This would make me so nervous. <laughs> Still makes me nervous, man. <laughs> like, can you imagine trying to die? Like, I've only heard about San Francisco streets and hills and everything. Doesn't I don't want to drive a semi through it or a U-Haul or just uh, pay. I was only I've only been to San Francisco once, and my my time in in Chinatown itself was brief, so I I couldn't say but uh, also i was pretty sure this is a set built for for the movie yeah this is not actual I mean, town especially with the yeah, game we're about to erupt and then oh, our first shot of lopan with his slippers that's the only time we see him in that because like anytime else he's in human form he's old yeah so I wonder, like, or he's eight foot tall. Like, what is that? <laughs> so, like, is there like a version of Lopan that just like roams the streets looking for slippers and garbage cans? Yeah, that, that sounds reasonable to me. Here's the fighting tongs. Yeah, they're having a funeral here uh, in this alley. I just love how they all have weapons at this funeral. <laughs> so, like, this... I remember being so hyped for this as a kid, like especially when when uh. I forget here's, this gentleman's name. Yes, he's our, in one of our a favorites. thousand and eight eighties movies. Yes, like, including Die Hard. Uh, it's Al Al Leon. Same thing. Yeah. yeah, he's in Die. He's in so much stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Agreed. Yeah. But yeah, we're about to have a giant gang war at a funeral. <laughs> yeah. And like a martial arts kind of gang war. Not. not I mean, there's a, there's yeah. weapons too. Don't get me there's wrong. There's a bunch guns. of guns. Like uh, the bald guy with the two gold pistols, who you're about to see in a couple minutes. Yeah. But you got some guns, you got some swords, you got like a, I think there's like an axe or two. Look at this guy, looks like yeah. a, Oh man. Yeah, the gold pistols? Yes. I mean, the, that's how my that's how my pistols look for Red Dead Redemption, by the way. <laughs> I, I cussed them out just to make them look like the guy from Big Trouble in Little China. This seems like such a rude time but to have a, a, have a fight, by the way, at somebody's funeral. <laughs> they're not expecting it. Oh man. You're trying to wipe out the enemy. <laughs> And they're just blowing the shit out of that casket, too. Yeah, like, that's the only thing they shoot. But also, they, they pulled the, the sides off the coffin to make weapons out of it. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Right. So we got, like, the one set of dudes in, like, the pure white robes, but then we have, it's basically the red turbans versus yeah, the gold the turbans. Sings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's and the Wing, the Wing Kong, I think, of the I think the guy. Wing Kong, yeah. And, I, I, you know, so I'm just trying to paint a picture for anyone listening. Uh, yeah. And now here comes yeah, the martial arts badness. Yeah, now, all the bullets are gone. Yeah, now it's just knives and they sharp all things. One clip each, and then like, like the, I love the, like the finger, the, the finger in the air, thumb out. Yeah, it's like gesture, like time to get time to get serious. They haul the dead people off to the side, and it's, this is so cool. How do people this not love this awesome. movie? This movie is awesome. This movie so Chinese standoff. Exactly. Don't make a sound. It's, I wouldn't like someone to attack the truck if you made a sound. Because <laughs> like, I like, would have thought that would be really funny. Also, <laughs> back up. Like, just, you know, put it in neutral, reverse, and just take your foot off the brake. Just back up real slow. No, and be like, my bad. And now they're running at each other. And it's awesome. It's awesome. 
there's a great scream that unfortunately we can't play. Right, right, right. Like when like like one by one they start screaming at each other. Oh, broken ankle right there, shattered. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what that guy's doing now. Like, I think, I'm sure he's still working. I think he might have passed. I could be wrong though. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll try to look that up uh, as the, as the fight's playing out. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. Okay, like, you might be faster. I don't know. Anyways, as you're looking, I'll, I'll comment because uh, basically, I mean, basically, it's, it's Jack and Wang are just sitting in the truck watching all the chaos around them. Broken arm right there, just it's yeah. bone snapping. People getting cut up. Is this is yeah. a, a really great fight scene? A lot of fun. Heads smashing into windows but, and walls, especially for the time. Yeah, like no Carpenter knew what he was doing. He is having a fun time with this one. Just like crazy I, I wish... madness. Like, just the fact they haven't made more of these or gotten a reboot off is insane to me. Like, sure. I know it, it, it took years to get a Dune remake done. And uh, Guillermo del Toro has been working on that Mouth of Madness movie for, I don't know, 35 years, <laughs> it feels like. And that's never oh, happening. Hang on, Lopan showed up. Movie. The green, the green yeah. smoke and the flash of lightning here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, here come the, come the storms. And it's a great entrance. Yeah. And everyone's not not cool that they're here. <laughs> they're like, oh shit, yeah. this is bad. But don't the Chang Sings work for <laughs> Actually, I take it back. I think it's only the gold guys that ran away. Oh, okay. Okay. That's that's what that last shot looked like. Yeah. I was like, because in the fight later on, they're all there. Yes. That is serious headwear. Okay. On, on, uh... Did he do? Oh, I forgot. He's Genghis Khan, also in the Bill and Ted movies. <laughs> oh, that's right. He is. You're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, doesn't right, look like he's acting since 2014. This is this guy is the. I think they've admitted it that this guy's like the. In, all all the storms basically are are huge influences on Raiden from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. So, the, but this is the oh, guy who has that, the look. Absolutely. This this one is 1,000 yeah. percent Raiden. Right. Like, But they're they're all awesome, and they're just standing there taking those bullets. Here comes their scary <sighs> blades. I, yeah, with that float into their hands with right? magic, and then they do the, the cool uh, somersault before they throw them. <laughs> yeah, I, which I, I don't think is necessary. <laughs> no, but then just more weapons just out of nowhere with these yeah, guys out of nowhere. Right, <laughs> and the guys like the spinny, the spinny, <laughs> spinny forks. Oh like God. I don't know. But the guy's spinning them in his hands. Like, I'd be like, nope. And, and exactly. Jack, I'd be Jack, like, wait. <laughs> I just love Jack. With get like, out of here. So many questions on his big face. But yeah. like, nope. Get out. <laughs> Not <Leave."> now. <laughs> and then here's where we get the arrival of Lopan as, as Jack's yeah. trying to escape from the alley. And then the guy just jumps over the truck, which is pretty cool. And there's Lopan. <laughs> Jack's going to run him down. He's telling him to. Yeah. I think it was Lopan. Yeah, okay, he does say who. I'd be like, what? Yeah, <laughs> and then Jack gets out and sees Lopan still standing behind the truck and then scary things. Yeah, don't look. What? Uh-oh. Glowing eyes. Now Jack can't see. Yeah. Now there's light coming out of Lopan's mouth. <laughs> don't look. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> now Jack's temporarily blinded at this point, so Wayne's just kind of trying to lead yeah. them away. 
splashes some water in it's, his eyes. Uh, That's dirty, throws dirty, dirty, COVID dirty water. water in his <laughs> eyes. Oh, that guy was head on stunts for Daredevil, Deadwood the TV series, and Hostages. Looks like he's in semi-retirement. Oh, so Jack just said what you, what you said earlier that like if he could have if he had his truck he would have left without the money because Jack just told him he's like keep your money yeah. I'm getting out of here. But they, yeah. then they walk back into the street fight because they're trying to get away from the from the Lords of Death now. And there are just bodies everywhere. <laughs> it's so great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they, they find this guy hiding, eating fish. Because <laughs> when you're about to die, you're like, I'm just going to eat fish. Like, fuck. Or Reagan's a tad early on the fish-eating guy that will come up. Controlled by the Wing Kong. Yeah, you got Wing Kong. Yeah, you were right. Yeah. I don't know why I'm so bad with those names still. Again, I've seen the movie a thousand times. <laughs> I mean, this movie is... Fuck, they could do so much with this movie. Oh, man, they, they, they've they tried to explore it in comic books in the last couple of years, but yeah, I mean... I, I you... saw... I, just, I haven't read them yet, but I want... They've built... Like, I love it when a, you know, a movie builds this great, grand... You know, world like. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see the movie Bright with Will Smith on Netflix? Yeah, yeah. It not a great movie, but the world they build fascinated me, and I was like, I would love I more stories with like the elves and the orcs and shit. I think they're doing another one because I, I thought it did pretty well for Netflix. Eh, who knows? I think they've had bigger hits since then. <laughs> so I love this scene right here uh, where they, they get away and, and Jack's trying br- to call his insurance company. <laughs> Yeah, he's in a silk robe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but we're also getting a little bit more background on on some of like the the Chinese gangs that are fight that they saw fighting here. Yeah, because also that battle went on for like ten minutes. Not one siren. They're firing guns and screaming and murdering each other. Well, not one person calls a cop. If 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 you know anyone out there who's a fan of John Carpenter movies, if if you've seen They Live, you know he loves a long fight scene. Because Rowdy Piper and and, and uh, David oh, Keith get into it. That was a fantastic movie, also. Or was it Keith David? It's Keith David. Sorry, it's I, Keith David. Yeah, it's Keith David and uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Rest in peace, buddy. Yeah, David Keith's a different guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't know why I get it mixed up. Oh, in comes Eddie. Now we're in the introduction to our favorite Matri D. Yeah. Blackpool's a name, a weird name for a restaurant, by the way. Eh. And then Jack, Eddie's about to get Jack in trouble because he's gonna say something about how his car wasn't stolen. <laughs> the eh. oh, it's a funny scene. Eh. Abandoned truck. That's what he says. Abandoned truck. Abandoned truck. Yeah. And well, then... he says like hell. Oh. And then, but the phone late. goes out because of the the storm. They don't hang up on him. I, I thought they hung up on him. Are you sure about that? I No, I think he says the phone went out because of the storm. How dare you? I think you're wrong. I'm going to watch this again after we no, do this podcast. It, it's a really bad storm, man. <laughs> yeah, but it's not the 50s. I mean, you know, rain doesn't knock out the phone all the time. Maybe it does in Chinatown. Yeah, well, all right. Old wires? I don't know. What are you trying to say? Yeah. All right. Here comes Gracie again. I guess it is a restaurant, but it seems like a weird restaurant. <laughs> yeah, only everyone's coming in through the back, through like the kitchen or whatever. 
Yeah, but do they know her that well that she can just walk in through the back? Yeah, I mean, Chinatown's a fairly small place, I suppose, if she's, like, a big deal there. Yeah. You know, it's also funny, too, like, this is a movie that doesn't feel, uh, you know, obviously, Kim Cattrall and, and, and uh, Kurt Russell, white people, but other than that, I mean, like, that's it for as far as, like, Caucasians in this movie. Yeah, you know, the the rest is, are Asians, and yeah. it's once again for the eighties, the miracle upon miracles. Yeah, and I, I think you know some of the stuff I've read about, about the film over the years. I mean, uh, uh, apparently there was a lot of um, the, you know the, we've heard the story before. The movie studio doesn't know how to market a movie like this because it's you know a little different, a little out there, and it's only you know it's you know Chinese Americans are you know. The, you know, a different kind of cast that, like, a, apparently a movie studio and a marketing firm have no idea how to how to sell to people to middle America, I right. suppose. Which is bullshit because they make tons of money in Asia. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's before they realized that, though. I mean, in, yeah. 80, in '86, yeah. I mean, it was an extremely white world in '86. That's true. You're driving in the Cadillac. We're driving in the, the pink whatever, Cadillac, pink baby. Yeah. Right. And uh, Jack Jack's about to show up in his uh, his attire from uh, from a. a what is it? Uh, used cars? Where is the same? Yeah, yeah. That's what. That's wait. so used cars. Or is that the Robin? What's the Robin Williams Tim Robbins? Oh, I can't remember. I know I've seen it, but I thought that this is like you know. I thought it was used cars. That was the Kurt Russell classic. Yeah. So, so Jack is now going to be in a brothel. This is exciting. Mm-hmm. With a, with a really kind didn't of really understand voice what it was. The ten year old. The glasses. <laughs> no, I didn't either. Yeah. I had no idea what was happening here. <laughs> uh, I was just like, oh, it must be a restaurant where you meet ladies. It's just something that happens. Yeah, well, and they don't ever say the word, you know? Like, they never say, like, you know, yeah. prostitution or, you know, anything like that. But I'm just saying, looking back on it now, I was very young watching this movie. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, I'm sure I was, like, 10-ish, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Maybe and, nine? And, and like, if the, the one woman he gets is, is just, like, she's just talking to him and taking off his clothes. And again, more rain. But I, I, I sort of think this is, has to do with like the the three storm sort of situation as like the, a bad omen sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. All right, now here's here's your introduction to Margot, uh, uh, the the reporter hey, who's going to blow the roof off of everything. <laughs> Supposedly, if she's that kind of if she's that good of a journalist, we're not sure. But... I I think she's really low on the totem pole, but she's the only one who will even talk to Gracie. Yeah. I think so too. You get that impression that everyone's like, everyone's especially especially the, the white characters, Jack and Gracie, sort of think they're a bigger deal than they actually are. Yeah. Like I think Gracie's Jack's... probably good at her job, but like you know, still not like a world-beating kind of lawyer. She's a, the save the world no. kind of lawyer who doesn't make any money. Yeah. And, and Margot seems to be like food reviews, or <laughs> she, like, she... <laughs> not to say food re- food reviews are low man on the total pole, but I'm just saying she's not Woodward and Bernstein. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> Don't get mad at me at home. She's like in those Nixon tapes. Order. Yeah, you know, if, if she was in this town, she'd be blogging about like the Mystics. Oh, they lost. The Mystics lost. They're out. I know. Yeah, but they made a good run at it. Well, and they what, didn't have they didn't they didn't have EDD. It doesn't count. Well, listen, we, we, can, do an enti- we can do we can do an entire podcast on why a, a one game playoff is a worse idea ever, but that's okay. Yeah, but you just got to suck it at a co- in time of COVID. 
Like, you just got to get shit done. I love I love Jack and his, like, how long you been in the U.S. of A? He's, like, he's yeah. so, like, the classic American, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, the bookworm character. Yeah. And here's here's the earthquake. Or, yeah. But not also, a real earthquake. Green sky over San Francisco. There you go. No one really gives a shit. <laughs> well, it's just over a little China, uh, Chinatown. Yeah. Oh, they're like, oh, they're white, doing that. White people don't game. care. White people don't care about that. Yeah. yeah. And then the roof's getting ripped off. And all the three these, storms all are coming in. crazy old white men being chased out of the brothel. <laughs> now, the gang we see at the beginning who take Mao Yin. Yes. They work for. The Wing Kong. The, the Wang Kong. Wing yeah. Kong. Who work for the storms. Why can't the storms just get this girl? I feel like the storms are sort of like independent operators and they like to make as much noise as they possibly can when they're doing things. Like they they, they have a flair for the dramatic. I mean those those hut those do. hats alone. Oh I love Jack Burton just punching this guy in the face yeah. and him just no selling him. <laughs> Twice no less. Yeah. And then he just nods. He just nods. He's like, Alright, I'm gonna get kicked in the face. <laughs> So yes, May May Yen is now in the hands of the of the three storms, which means she's going to Lopan yeah. direct. That's right. They need her for a reason, you know. And maybe you know, they, they I, the three storms are probably acting on Lopan's orders, right? Lopan, oh, one hundred percent, not into subtlety. So why is he going to be like, oh, make the Wing Kong bring him bring her here? He's like, no, I'm going to go fuck well, up their house and do shit. I'm just saying he could have done this all as the businessman version because he's running that gang. Be like, bring that girl here right now. Or I'll send the three storms and murder your entire family. <laughs> well, maybe that's a deleted scene. Yeah, like because like they say, like Lopan has a bunch of power in the city right. as an old man. As an old man, he's like, like, he, you know, he has like some kind of business. He's some sort yeah, of like sort he's of a man. he's a real estate guy. Yeah, you know, he's probably looking into buying like the A's or something. <laughs> oh, he the A's would love Lopan to buy them. The Godfather of Little China—that's what they call him. The chairman of the How National Orient be? Bank. He owns the Wing Kong Import Export Company. So yeah, I mean he's got some business ventures. Yeah, and he's importing drugs or something apparently. Yeah, he's not like a like a you know a, a Art, Art Vandalay. He's not an importer exporter, just exporter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you want to be my latex salesman. <laughs> I'm so glad we can talk Seinfeld sometimes on this podcast. <laughs> it doesn't get brought up a lot. There's not. I mean, I'm trying to think of the most sci-fi stuff, like Superman. They talk about Superman a lot. Newman was in Jurassic Park. Yeah, Jerry. Oh, Seinfeld. Jerry loves uh, Superman. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I'm just trying to think like the most like comic or. That's pretty much it. Like. You know, Larry Davis not into that shit. <laughs> no time for it. And now they're all d- deciding how to get Mao Yin back. And it and it looks like Jack is trying to figure out how to get the fuck out of town. <laughs> <laughs> Jack is completely weirded out by this point. He has no idea what's going on. Yeah. yeah. And he tells the women to stay home. <laughs> Dude. Uh, he uh, is trying to impress Gracie at that point where he's like, I'll go get her. Like, I'm Jack Burton. So the 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 the, the, act, the actor playing 
Margot is Kate Burton, and she's still acting to this day. And I, I sort of feels like I think I've seen her in shit. And I realized she's she was on Veep with with Julia Louis oh. Dreyfus. See Seinfeld connection right there. Yeah, Seinfeld connection exactly. Yeah, she was on a bunch of episodes on Veep. I can't believe they just walked into this company with a a telephone and said they were from the phone company. It's the most bananas plan. Like this is like one. I know. (laughs) Oh come on! You don't think this could have worked? No, this is the worst. Like it's obvious this is Jack's plan. I I want you to talk to Ryan tonight about this because he used to be a a, a repairman guy. He would show up at companies with tools and stuff and say, "I'm here to fix shit," and they would just let him in. So you, you ask true. your brother about this tonight. I want I want I, I want answers. Yeah, I I would assume he'd have to show a company ID. I bet he didn't. And I bet he held up a phone and just kept walking. I guarantee Ryan did not walk in in a tank top and a jean jacket with a telephone and been like, "Yeah, I'm here to fix shit." Well, you're right because his jean jacket would have had like an Iron Maiden patch on the back. Yeah. Well, that. <laughs> I wish. It would have had the Pearl Jam Ten logo. You know it. <laughs> That was just for you, Ryan. I know that made you smile at home. Pearl Jam wasn't rocking the denim. Get out of here. All right, now it's, Egg's back kind of involved. Mixed world. This, this is a big part. This is this is the, reintroducing Egg as as like the Sorcerer Supreme of, of Little China. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's their Doctor Strange. He's the guy who like knows all the mysticism, all the ancient ways. Also has a sixty man bag, but we'll get there. What's in it? Oh. <laughs> Oh, we'll talk about what's in it. Don't worry. <laughs> but I mean, once you once you bring Egg back into the, into the movie as, as sort of like the guide through the 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 Chinese underworld, the ancient Chinese, uh, you know, the mythical underworld, uh, um, the, that's when you start getting some of like the best quotes and like the best lines. <laughs> it's so good. And now you see, and, and as Jack and Wang are infiltrating this building, you start experiencing the Chinese hells and all the different Chinese hells there are. So much fun stuff in this movie. There is, but where is security? They let two guys in the back. Well, I think they're calling like the because like the, the storm guys are uh, are the executives yeah. or whatever. Uh, Thunder, I believe, is this I, one. I right? Think you're right. I think Thunder is the guy who's gonna come down with his cigar. Yeah, I can help you. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's his only line in the entire movie. He has a couple Besides, lines. Like he has breathing. a couple lines uh, right towards the climax with uh, with 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 uh, Lopan and, and Jack. He, I mean, he's the one who Does says who. Talk? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I think you're right. But I, I thought you meant at the end end. Well, I, mean, like, I was like, he doesn't say anything at the end. Spoilers. I mean, he or, does explode. So. I mean, <laughs> I wasn't going to get there yet. But, <laughs> I mean, he just starts breathing really hard. You know, like, oh, what's happening He's here? really upset at what happens in, in, in the climax of the picture. Which is a gif I send my wife all the time when I'm upset about something. <laughs> So uh, another fun scene here with with Egg and 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 Gracie, where the, she's kind of being told these things about demons and monsters and evil, and and she's just kind of taking it all in as best she can. It, it's again I, these. It's just so funny, kind of watching these white people be told these things and just going, okay, I guess why not? Yeah, they're like okay, but it's the way that uh, uh, it's it's delivered by the by the actors is so ca- casual. Like yeah, everyone knows this. Come on. Yeah, and now thinking about this next scene we're getting to, because the water's going to fill up the elevator, right? Yeah. Here it is. And they swim out of it. There are dead bodies everywhere underneath this training company. Of course. 
Chinatown's fucked up. Man. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> I've been in several Chinatowns in different cities. I, I also love. I also love shit going on. I love Wang and Jack yelling at each other during this too when they're about to. They think they're both about to drown. <laughs> yeah. And then you get a classic, uh, classic uh, Kurt Russell pulling off his 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 uh, sexy wet look. Yeah, it's a good look, man. It is. But yeah, is. Then oh, he, yeah. Here's right. those bodies out of the elevator. I'm just saying, like some of this shit's like straight like, out of like fucking serial killer. It's well, it's like the hell of the upside, the upside down hell, or the hell of the upside down. Yeah, centers. What do these guys do to piss off Lopan? Is what I yeah, want yeah, to yeah. know. <laughs> they didn't get there by accident. Yeah, hell of the upside down centers. That's what this. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. And there's your boy with the spinning forks. Yeah, yeah throwing balls. <laughs> I mean, I guess those are like I don't know the crossballs. Those are hard, right? Yeah. Or, uh, oh, what's the the Spanish sport? Oh, that one where they just... The, I know which one you're talking about, where they wail those yeah, things across they, the court. Yeah, they they ripped off uh, on Crawl. Yeah. Or not Crawl, Tron. Uh, yes. Sorry, wrong 80s movie. <laughs> I can't... P- Pelota, or that's what the ball... Oh, fuck, I can't remember what see, sport th- that is. No, see, this is a weird scene, too, where we transition from uh, one of the three storms. I forget which one. I think he's rain. I think that's rain, right? Or is it... No, that's lightning. That's lightning. Yeah, that's this lightning. This one's rain right but, here. But Who's he's, in, the he's in his attire, off. his hat, his his whole ensemble. Now he's in a three piece suit. He looks great in it, by the way. He pulls it like, off nicely. That that kind of like pur- purplish yeah, uh, eggplant colored uh, dress shirt. Yeah. Nice. Looks good. It's a great look, man. It's a great look. And then you're, and now we're gonna meet old man Lopan in this hall of like the crazy Buddhas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying Some to see the, if he's done anything. The, the sets in this movie alone are are so fucking fascinating to listen, to see. Now we see now we see a new version of Lopan that we hadn't seen yet. The old man, the old businessman Lopan. Yeah. Right. Just a little bit, just to get back into Seinfeld real quick. Mm-hmm. Rain did do two episodes of the Curb Your Enthusiasms last season as a he was in one of the Chinese restaurants in the John Hamm episode. Seinfeld full. <laughs> That's who Lopan nope. is. Come on. That's Lopan. Yeah. He also ran a Chinese That's restaurant on a Big Bang Theory too, where they sold mobster sauce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I did just watch him in an episode of Lethal Weapon, the TV show. I loved. I love James Hong. I think he's fantastic. He's done yeah. so much work over the years. I mean, yeah. Blade Runner I mean, for God's sake. I mean, go watch Balls of Fury right now. If you haven't <laughs> watched Balls of Fury, go watch it because that shit's hilarious. Man, uh, he's in everything. Uh, he did voices in Star Wars Rebels. He did uh, yeah. the Kung Fu Panda movies. I mean, well, and that's isn't just, like, he the, stuff. Uh, in in Rebels? Yeah, he's that alien. Um, who's always with that other pirate? I can't remember the names. The pirate who came over from Clone Wars. The the pirate the the uh, the Devronian? Not the Devronian. Yeah. I, I know. I, I, I know. You, I, think I, I just can't think about. of his name. Yeah. And then, like, there's that green guy. That's James. You know that he's always fighting with. Right. That's James Wong in the show. He's the best. <laughs> he's fantastic. Anyway, I'm sorry. We're, 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 yeah, we're, we're way off base. Cause, yeah, because like this is great stuff right here, where, where Jack is just talking yeah. mad shit to this old man. <laughs> yeah, and, and if you're not watching home. He is Jack Burton is tied to a chair, a wheelchair right now, and yeah. can't move, and still just talking shit. Yeah, 
And all I need, Mr. Burton, is a woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think Lopez, or Eddie, or not Eddie, fuck, sorry, I was looking at IMDb why I did it, Eddie was on the thing. Um, when he, he looks much more afraid than Jack does. I, I love how, like, just, like, frustrated Lopan gets with Jack Burton as he's trying to explain everything to him. He doesn't care. <laughs> Girl brave enough to embrace the naked blade. <laughs> and again, it's, it's like two characters have this conversation that everyone else understands except for Jack. <laughs> and then, great reply here. Check into the Psycho Ward. <laughs> yeah, which just pisses him off again. This is really pissing me off now. I love the old man because the old makeup is so good. Like this movie's fantastic. It's like, great. Like it's it's visually interesting the entire time. Like I said, the set pieces are yeah. are fantastic. The makeup work for for James Wong is is top notch. I mean, he looks great in every scene, whether he's old man Lopan or you know twelve feet tall Lopan or what, whichever one. Though apparently the heels he had to wear as 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 super you know, super tall Lopan were were not safe. <laughs> it's the eighties. A lot of shit's not safe then. <laughs> well, I I there there's been uh, interviews with him where he's talked about having to wear like those giant heels, you know, those giant platform heels that they that he had to yeah. wear as Lopan, and then going down like the, that skull escalator. The escalator. That's what yeah. exactly what I was thinking. I was like, that can't feel great. No, like apparently he was <laughs> he was very nervous. Like I get, I get, he he thinks that he's that you when you watch the movie you can see him like trembling as he's going down there. But he thinks it actually sells his performance better. It, just, it, it looks like he's shaking with rage, but actually he's like shaking with fear. <laughs> but we'll get there. We're not even there yet. Jack and, and, and Wang are... Why don't they murder them right now? I Why are they know. keeping these people alive? I don't know. <laughs> it's a movie, and you have to keep the heroes alive, right? I know, but there's I... there needs to be a reason for it. Well, I'm, I'm assuming they want to keep them suffering. You know, they, they, uh, they want to put I them guess. in like, the, the, one of the hells that, that Lopan is in charge of, apparently. And, and I mean, they're in a room with, like, 15 other skeletons, so you know they kill people at times. Yeah, for sure. Right. <laughs> And like uh, one would assume that these skeletons are would would eventually become Jack and Wang's fate, but uh, yeah. uh, you know, I guess I you know apparently it, it, you know when you're dealing with ancient Chinese gods and stuff like that and you know, demons, uh, you know, they want to make you suffer. They don't want to just put a bullet in your head. Yeah, and then we're back uh, with Eddie and yeah, because Margo, Margo and, 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 Gracie. and Gracie have decided they're going to take a chance going inside the, the trading company. So now they're getting a tour, but they're getting gassed. Getting gassed. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, this place is fantastic. Like you could gas people in elevators, sell them right into sex slavery, which I also didn't get as a child, what that room was. Yeah. That we're going to see a little bit. Yeah, it was we, like, oh, they got a prisoner for whatever castle this is. Yeah, we didn't. It's not a castle. It's the trading company. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> I, I just assumed it was an evil fortress of a bad guy as a child, <laughs> which it, I mean it technically is. But like Jack and Wang trying to break out. I love this part where they have to pretend like they're still blindfolded <laughs> because yeah. of what happens. It's so good. <laughs> I, uh... Yeah, and I, again, Jack... I love Jack's incredulity at the whole situation. Like he's like confused by the whole low pan thing. Yeah. The myths and legends. Yeah. Miss the legends, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's just like, go ahead, tell me what's going on. Finally, <laughs> I don't care how crazy it sounds. 
again, the, I really like the dialogue in this movie. Like even like even when it's being delivered as like you know just, yeah, it's just crazy mythology yeah. or whatever. But it's awesome. Yeah, but it's such great world world building. Vocal. Sorry. Yeah. Thank you. I got gotcha. you. The beer's getting to me. I apologize. No, no, no. <laughs> you, you, I mean, you and I have been friends long enough to know that. Like, I love a good movie with world building in it. Yeah, it, it's honestly outside of like, you know, a franchise film. You don't get a, a ton of. Hmm. I. It, you know, it'd be nice if they did that for like TV shows I liked. You know, it would be great if the Flash actually, you know, gave a shit. <laughs> and, you know, world built. Or if the last five seasons of Arrow, I don't know, gave a shit and world build. Right. All right. Instead so of just having a villain show up. Here's here's Thunder with with uh, Eddie's passed out body to join the room, and he just yeah. casually glances at Jack and Wang. And they they look like I they're like so how he blind. doesn't even tie Eddie up. He just hangs him on a hook. I know, but like not like Leatherface style, which I thought would have been the move. No. Uh-huh. And then yeah, I do like the fact that Jack thinks he has to jump on this like martial arts master. <laughs> yeah, I, I just like how it doesn't affect him at all. He just, although he does let them leave. Yeah, but he's also about to show off his super skills here in a second. Yeah, and get real big. Yeah, look at this. Just <laughs> oh, so good. <laughs> D- Jack's reaction, on yeah. Kurt Russell's face is great. But... <laughs> Every time Jack thinks he has the upper hand, he's quickly proven to be false. It's like, oh no, maybe not. Yeah. And now he's rolling back down the steep incline <laughs> in the wheelchair. Takes out some guys, some Wang Kong soldiers. Why Why didn't he put his hands on the brakes before? Well, he wasn't about to fall down a well like he is now. He had to wait for that moment. Yeah, I mean, this does look cool. I you mean, see his guts. <laughs> you, you, Jack, uh, Kurt Russell's pretty yoked in this, not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I would imagine he was probably going too fast. Like, if you tried to grab those wheels, I mean, yeah, that's going to burn. <laughs> But I, I do love like the overdramatic get out of the wheelchair thing. It's so good. Yeah. Also, very eighties by the way. Jack having the tank top. Guns. <laughs> That's good too. But I do. I wanted to mention uh, Jack's tucked in tank top, which I just think is so eighties. <laughs> it's definitely eighties. You can't do that in the remake. No, no, you can't. Yeah. Well, if if the re- remake is true, I mean, there's I think uh, Dwayne Johnson's not going to fit in that tank top. His tank. I mean, he's got his own tank top, so he we'll, doesn't fit in those. We'll talk about that later, though. Yeah. yeah, but also I was just noticing how ridiculous Eddie's pants look now that he doesn't have his suit jacket. <laughs> it's true. It's a it's a more of a complete look, and when you're missing one element, yeah. it's really thrown off. It, it, it really takes away. It does. I think you're right about that. And then there's, like, weird Lopan glowing. Oh, I guess he's just, turning into, like, sexy Lopan. Sexy Lopan with the fingernails and the light coming from his skull. Yeah. Yeah, he's got them coke nails. You know how Lopan gets down. Oof. Man, we're going to get to some weird... There, there's a couple weird scenes in this movie that are like... Again, despite seeing the movie 7,000 times, I still watch them and I'm like, yeah. this scene is weird. <laughs> but we're, and we're starting to get there. Uh, yeah, because like, he's floating through shit right now. But when Jack hits him with the truck, you see him go under the wheels. No, he does. And I, again, I think that's more of like... Uh, maybe Lopan has like some illusionary powers, perhaps, too. Yeah. I mean, uh, again, we're dealing with, with Ch- ancient Chinese gods and demons and stuff like that. So you, you got to imagine the power set's probably all over the all over the place. Yeah, and this this scene doesn't make me feel good in 2020 either, by the way, because he definitely just put his hand through a titty. <laughs> like, 
Well, he he's not of of the flesh in this form. He's okay. Like it's spi- still he, creepy. He's like dude. a spirit. No, I I understand. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to defend David Lopan. Don't don't I'm get just, twisted. Uh, and now he's, he's crying out to his god to make him flesh again. But which is weird yeah. because, like you said, I mean, when Jack hits him with the truck, obviously he seemed to be fairly fairly fleshy. Safety is on. Yeah. <laughs> again, also Wayne Jack Burton being the hero, taking yeah. out everybody. Yeah, again, Jack, not the greatest action hero. He finally gets the, finally gets the gun to work, and he seemed really surprised yeah. by it. Yeah. First time you ever plug somebody? Of course not. <laughs> no one believes that Jack Burton. No, and I love the fact that it seems like Eddie has, which is the best part. Eddie's definitely murdered somebody. <laughs> like, you gotta, you gotta think that, right? Eddie, like, yeah. One hundred percent. He's buried bodies. Murdered. Yeah, he's buried bodies like, in his I'm past. I'm sure they were bad guys. Cause Eddie seems like a good, good dude. So we need a, we need a prequel with with Eddie and Wayne getting in, into trouble in their teenage years, right? Yeah, I'd watch the shit out of that. So would I. That oh should be a God. show I... on TNT right now. Yeah, okay, no, maybe it's... not TNT. <laughs> put it on Netflix. You can put it right on after Cobra Kai. And I'll watch the shit out of that. Are you uh, kidding? I want I want the HBO Max version where it's just fucking gratuitous violence. 80 style. I love that. Uh, I'd want I, that might make me actually get HBO Max. See, I, again, another strange scene here, <laughs> where, where Wang seems to have taken Eddie hostage, and I don't think anyone really cares. No, they're like, what is happening? <laughs> and meanwhile, Jack but is. I think they're just there just to make a distraction. But, yeah, I mean, Jack's sneaking around. He's the guy who's gonna try and. But also, you got to look I, at this. These are women coming in. I don't understand this why they care. All inclusive. I, that's great, but I think they must be like, who is this guy in the purple shirt? I think they're just coming to beat the shit out of both of them. That's why they immediately attack them as yeah. soon as the guns come out. And then they have the smoking I don't think they gave bamboo pipe. two shits on what's happening. All right, it could be true. That could be true. That's fair. And they're getting the shit beat out of them with that, with that bamboo uh, bow staff. Yeah. I think these girls would have won, or women, excuse me, 2020, I'm a better person than that. These women would have won if they didn't attack one at a time. If they both attacked. True. And, 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 and Wayne just sent one over the railing, by the way. Like, no no regret, no remorse, no repent. They don't care what it meant. She's she's in sex trafficking gangs. Like, Oh, no, they, they got it coming. Not... They got it coming. I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean. And also, you have men just hitting women, <laughs> which I feel you don't see a lot. They are bad guys, but normally it'd be like Gracie or something, you know. Right, right, It'd right, be the right. woman main character. I think that's even like that today. Like, you're not going to see Star-Lord punch some chick in the face. Mm, probably not. I don't it, know. Didn't he punch it, a uh, – what's her name? I don't think he ever fights – or I think he, he hurt- loses every time he fights Nebula. I was gonna say, but I thought he got a couple shots in, but maybe maybe not. They, they might have kept that more to Nebula and Gamera, but Gamora, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gamera I, is I, a different I, different monster entirely. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, are we talking about Gamera now? It's a giant turtle from space. Sorry. Yeah. He's full of turtle meat. <laughs> delicious. He's delicious also really turtle meat. meat. <laughs> that was a mystery science theater reference, right there. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> but he somehow he keeps little children inside of him. <laughs> oh. Oh, here's the escape uh, uh, through, through the pool sewer. This is always fun too. Yeah, you gotta have a That's pool right. sewer to get out of. Yeah, they're they're freeing all these nice women who were about to be forced into to slavery. Jack getting 
<laughs> it's just so funny. It's like, just, I mean, again, you're you're kind of sold to this this bill of goods. Like, you think you're gonna see this movie where 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 Kurt Russell slash Jack Burton is like the, this super masculine hero, and it, they, he has the masculine part down. But I mean, he's kind of the comic relief in a lot of senses. He's too. not. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. No, I mean, he, he's like uh, I mean, manly we'll get to that, the in final the scene. Yeah, he's mainly in like the I'm, I'm boisterous kind of way. <laughs> and then here's Gracie but pulling I also everybody love this up. Scene where like each person, you're like, "Where's this person?" It's the right. very next person. Right. Exactly. Like, I thought that I always thought that was very funny as a kid. I did too. I did too. Yeah. It sort of reminded me. And of, then Jack. It made me think of Goonies for some reason, though. I don't. I loved it though, in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. And then he kisses her. She's into it and then says, hey, come on, Gracie. <laughs> I just, I love Jack's excuse. Just I'm just, to be alive. Just, yeah, just thrilled to be alive. I, I, you can't play that card anymore. That card's done. I saved you from sex slavery. Like, <laughs> come on. Come on. Yeah. Also, also, they're in a sewer and Jack is like, let's get busy. I mean, let's be honest. This is probably the cleanest sewer water we've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> One hundred percent. There should be like bandages nice. floating in there and, and and dead rats. Come on. Yeah. yeah. No, there's not one. There's no shit all over the floor, which I imagine is what's in sewers. Yes, I would imagine that as well. I mean, I haven't spent a lot of time in sewers. You didn't go My extent him? is basically watch Ninja Turtles. I was gonna say that was I, I, after seeing the Ninja Turtles. I was like, I'm I'm good. I assume it's just a lot of pizza. <laughs> it's it's so much pizza and, and half pipes for, for skateboarding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's right, skateboarding too. You know, Michelangelo is a party dude. That's right. I mean, he's the okay. Tony Hawk so, of Ninja Turtles. Uh, one of my favorite scenes is coming up when he opens yes. the door. He's, about he to just, open the door. he's talking about how normal shit's going to be, <laughs> and it's just a bunch of guys behind the door. It's great. It's one of the funniest parts of the whole movie. Oh, it is. Here we go. Because there are like 30 guys out there. <laughs> <laughs> we may be trapped. Oh, and, and they're not waiting for them to come back out again. How long were those... How long were they hiding behind those doors? <laughs> they're just waiting, man. We haven't seen the Wing Kong in a bit. Maybe that's just where they yeah. stand. Yeah. Oh, and also Jack immediately kills a bunch of guys trying to come through the door. Well, now he's and Wayne one, one comes guy. the hero again. Yeah, because Jack's out of bullets. Jack can't kung yeah. fu fight. He has no martial arts skills. Like I know Wang, I think he did stunts after this, but I'm really surprised he never got more roles after. You know, there, <laughs> I forgot Jack throws his knife across the room. Yeah, it takes him 20 minutes to get this knife out of his boot. He throws it across the room. <laughs> well, I mean, they did just get out of a sewer. His hands are wet. <laughs> yeah, this is so good though. When when Jack yeah. finally shows up again, oh, yeah. ha, ha, ha. Ha. Oh. <laughs> the, the white hair looks great. Also, ooh, that haircut's classic. I know. Jack leads <laughs> yeah, the party though. He just looks at everybody, and he's like, "Oh." And this is like when Jack has to realize his friend's a badass, right? <laughs> I mean, come on. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, I I just be like, "Come on, man!" Like, just let like Wang takes care of everything. Oh, is Egg in the van? I guess he's in the van already. So at this point in our review, we sort of, we we pause. 
but I wanted to kind of po- interrupt the commentary to mention that maybe we haven't quite underscored the importance of the girl with green eyes uh, as as important to David Lopan's plan to bring about his uh, returning to the flesh. And that that's sort of the impetus of the movie here. David Lopan needs a girl with green eyes to become flesh again, to become quote unquote, I suppose, mortal in a way. Uh, so he does that with Mei Ling, and he does that with with Gracie Law. He finds two girls with green eyes, and that is what captivates his heart and his loins for a better, you know, for lack of a better expression. All right, back into our commentary. You guys hit hit guys and gals hit play on your VCRs. <laughs> VCRs now. All right, now we got monster eyes behind the wall. We think, yeah, behind the stanch, the statue. Wow. Yeah. I, I mean, it reminded me as a child of the '80s of Beastman from He-Man. Yes, agreed, a hundred percent. And we haven't seen the creature just yet, but he's about to show up right now. Gracie yeah. looks into yeah, it and grab Gracie. You see the arm? They gotta come back. Yeah. No, there's gotta be a reason. Egg, oh. Eggs outside for the escape. But now Gracie's in there. Like, shit going so yes, shit's gone so sideways, and they do rescue like ten women. So like they're doing the Lord's work right now. Well, hundred percent. But they still haven't rescued Mei Ying yet, and now Gracie is is still, uh, or Gracie's back in there in captive hands, and and uh, as we will soon discover in the, in the film, uh, Lopan's about to take an interest in her because she also has green eyes. Yeah, but also they escape in a bus. That has Egg's name <laughs> on it. Yeah. Well, I again, we but we are sort of introduced to the fact that Lo Pan and Egg Shen have a rivalry. They they sort of have a relationship yeah. already. They're, they're, they they have a feud. Now here you go. Here's Beast Man. Woof. Like I would. That is a. Look. I would love to see a prequel of Egg versus Lo Pan in the '60s. Oh. Like when the. Yeah, doesn't that sound like a great fucking movie? Like in, in like Dirty Harry's in the background, checking tracking down the Zodiac yeah. Killer. <laughs> I can't remember the serial killer's name. I wanted to call him the Zodiac, but that's the real killer. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, the the real killer. Uh, yeah, it, it, Dirty Harry's loosely based on the Zodiac, extremely loosely based. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this mod, this creature is just so fucking crazy, right? Yeah, and it's never talked about, no. never explained. They're like, no, we just we think, just have a monster. I think it was supposed to be something, but I didn't know if it was from like Chinese like mythology or something. And I asked my wife about it Mm -hmm. and she was like, no, just at least not that she knew of. We should should probably say for the record, your, your wife is Asian. (laughs) My wife is, my wife is Chinese. Yeah. We're we're (laughs) just throwing it out there. Yeah. I don't just ask random women. (laughs) (laughs) My wife is Chinese. Just a point of clarification. Obviously Ray and I are friends. I know who her wife is, but you guys may not. So (laughs) just to put it out there. Or who his wife is. I am a male, but (laughs) Did I say she? Sorry. <laughs> yes, you said who her who her wife is. I can't keep I track like... of everything right now. There's too much happening. I'm watching the movie. We're having a conversation. Lopan's old again. <laughs> That's right. He's old. Gracie's talking shit to him. Whenever Lopan gets old, white people talk shit to him. Oh my god, Maybe I, I love it though when he gets all creepy though and he starts to do this. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Gracie tries to bite his fingers. It's hilarious. <sighs> He's such a creep. He he is a creep. I mean, I've already said it once. What he was doing to Mao Yin while she was asleep was creepy as fuck. Yes. All right. Super creep. And then we're back at the restaurant. 
where we're about to get some of the best scenes oh, in the whole fucking movie. It's it's so good here. Come on, when they're like kind of like arming up and preparing. Yeah. Uh, and they, they finally mention why they're not calling the cops because the cops got better things to do than get killed. Yeah, and then we got the Chang Sings coming into the, into the yeah. scene. <laughs> I love any of you sappy English. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, this it's movie's so, so 1986. But it's so funny. I mean, that, that's such a white guy thing to say, though. Does anyone speak English here? Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> Trust me. It's, I've been a white guy, and I say yes a lot to oh. things I don't know what's happening. I, and I do love uh, Egg breaking out the the uh, Dirty Harry gun. Dirty <laughs> Harry gun, yeah. yeah so you feel like Dirty Harry. <laughs> Got that now, did shot. Eddie actually have a crush on her, or is Jack just trying to put them together? I feel like Jack's trying to put them together, but like Eddie, Eddie makes a couple looks. Eddie, he has yeah, some looks. he gives her, he gives yeah. some looks. Like, but like Eddie hasn't said anything about it. Like, well, you know, Eddie has a dark past of, of those ba- bodies he's buried. So, I mean, you I know, know. He's, he's a little Maybe shy. Maybe that's why Eddie doesn't go. He's like, I just can't kill anymore. I've, like, I I've have killed too also, much blood on my hands Eddie already. The Eddie movie where Eddie kills 1,500 people. Yeah. And he's like, I just can't do it anymore. Yep. I'm going to be a maitre d' or whatever he is. <laughs> exactly. I love, <laughs> he puts on the plaid suit. I love this backstory we've created for, for Eddie. I think this is a hit right here. We have, we have something to sell to yeah. Hollywood. Yeah, like, oh, fuck, don't do it in a movie. Do it as a 10-part TV show on Amazon that will roll out one week at a time, The Eddie Adventures. And you don't even tell people that it's the prequel to Big Trouble in Little China. You let that that be the the surprise at the end. Yeah, I'm going to call it Exploring Eddie. (laughs) Oh, my God, that's the worst name ever. (laughs) That's a great title. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, Jesus. All right. Well, back to the movie though. We have Gracie and Mao Ying yeah. kind of united. Lopan is yeah. wooing them, quote unquote. <laughs> I mean, he is talking sexy, talking <laughs> about darkest magic and like, his, his formless body. Yeah, that is sexy. Yeah. Like I know we don't have the audio on, but go back and listen to this later. Oh no, no. He, I, he drops <laughs> his voice a little bit. Like oh, he he's does. trying to get down. Oh, no, he gets he gets down. He's like, yeah, I mean, come on. He's like basically Rick Ross at this point, isn't he? <laughs> I know who that is. <laughs> Once again, I am not a music guy. It's not in 1998, but I know who Rick Ross is. <laughs> How about Isaac Hayes? Would that be better for you? Yeah, there you go. All right. There you go. South Park. All right. All right. R.I.P., right? Isaac Hayes passed a few years ago. Chef's uh, chocolate-covered salty balls. Perfect. Yeah. But he passed away, right? All right. I I love uh-huh. going into Egg's shop, by the way. His, you know, yeah. where he keeps the tour bus and everything, and and like all the the cool it's crazy stuff house, he has. Right? This is the firehouse from Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. That's what I was about to say. I was like, it reminded me of Ghostbusters a lot, even as a kid. Yeah. Where I was like, every anything that cool happens, you got to have a firehouse involved. Yeah. This is the Ghostbusters firehouse, and I love how quickly Egg Chen Egg Egg Chen changes into his. Uh, I'm going into the yeah. sewers attire, and he just has like a magic door that goes into the Chinese underworld. With a pole. Yeah. It's perfect. Uh, I loved this so much as a kid. It's like, awesome. This, this is everything uh, we wanted our childhoods to be. We also, wanted... the only thing that's defending him from whatever's down there is like a weird manhole cover that you can just push up or just <laughs> lift up easily. He has no locks on the door or anything. Well, I mean, you just have to climb up the pole. That can't be easy. Maybe he keeps the grease on the bottom layer. Oh, maybe he does. Or there's a little Vaseline on there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I just worry about egg sliding down this pole. He's an old man, but he's capable. I know. He's the sorcerer supreme of this movie. Yeah, I mean, 
Look at he took it like a champ. It wasn't easy. Like, I wish huh. this is what Underneath Chinatown really looked like because I would want to go on that tour immediately. Do you know it doesn't? I've never <laughs> been underneath any Chinatown that I've been in. I've, I've only been above and haggling for prices on food. <laughs> this is one of the weird scenes that I was talking to you about where I'm just like, what is this? Where the, 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 the girls are in a spell, Gracie, ladies, excuse me, Gracie and, and Mao Ying are, are kind of like spellbound and watching the three storms put on like this martial arts display, particularly Thunder here. It, it's a ceremony. Yeah, but it's you just know, so it, weird. Well, I mean, Lopez is watching it. It's he has to honor the gods that have forsaken him, and that's what this is all about. It doesn't play that way, though. It just plays like, like we're going to show this guy shirtless being a badass. Yeah. I mean, he looks great. And we're going to we're going to emphasize the girl's green eyes. Uh-huh. All right. Now this we, is all a show for the gods. Now we obviously. have and, now we have uh, uh, our first big bit of great dialogue in the underworld in the, in the yes. under Chinatown with the the black blood of the earth. And <laughs> you mean oil? No, no the, the black blood of the earth. <laughs> And then Egg gives a little bit of, of context to that about how the world was turned upside down and, and evil and demons escaped from the underworld to live amongst normal people and normal people died because of it. It's This is, again, more of that great world building we talked about that we love so much. Yeah. It's one of the great shames of this entire world that we don't have more of these movies. Oh, 100%. More Egg Shen, I mean, please. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, R.I.P., man. Like, Loved him in Tremors too. Come on, graboids. Yeah, Love those graboids. Uh, <laughs> I saw they just made like the ninth movie or something on sci-fi. Is there really that many? I've seen like there's five so, or six there's, of them. There's a lot more than you think. Like they still got the dad from Family Ties showing up. Well, what else is he them. doing? Come on, living off his Family Ties syndication money. Right, look at this this walk that Lightning does here as he comes down the stairs. It's awesome. He's like a praying mantis kind of thing. Yeah. In the, the sword display. Yeah. These guys should like, have been great. the Ninja Turtles. Like, they would have been yeah. awesome. Yes. But, didn't, I don't know. It's been so long since I've seen Ninja Turtles. Like, the original. Which, I'll even defend the Michael Bay, because they have some great scenes in them. You should uh, put those the in Michael the... Michael Bay ones. No, again, here's a weird scene, too. The the girls grab the blade, and they now they well, float that, in the air. They're completing the ceremony to the gods to I, deem if they're worthy. I, I'm just saying, it, like, visually, it, it, it plays weird. I get it in the context of the movie. I'm not, I'm not trying to insult the film by any means. Don't I'm don't say don't get it twisted. But but like, yeah, they're they're all using their powers to levitate them. It's just it just plays strangely. If, if you're you know if you haven't bought into the movie by this point, you're kind of like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Okay, I can see that. That, that that's I all mean, I'm trying to say. I have the problem that I I bought in. Oh. At, Kurt Russell at a Three, fish market. 3,000%. <laughs> like, yeah. I was in when Egg Shen was showing lightning to the lawyer. Come on. Yeah. They, they, they touched a light bulb that apparently pleases the god. <laughs> it's it's weird. Right. It's weird. That's all I'm saying. It's just, I, Look, I love it, but I'm it's just weird. Saying, two women touch your, your. Two women touch my light bulb? Two women That's touch weird. Your you ball can't. Your eyes are going to light up green, too. Yeah. You I can't say that. Your eyes are going to light up green, oh, too, brother. I'm going to throw I'm saying. This, is, this podcast just got explicit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you might have to edit it out. You said there was like a 15 year old girl listening. I apologize, little girl. Please ignore me. Oh, no. Oh, another great scene here in the underworld. 
Yeah. What won't come out again? You come like, out no the- more, Reagan. You come out no yeah, more. What, <laughs> what come, come out, out no more. more? Like, what the fuck is that thing? <laughs> like, God, I, I love how it. it's just not explained There at it is. All. No, like, that's the best yeah. part about so much of this movie. It's like, just use, this is just how it is. Yeah, also, it ate a guy. It ate a guy. <laughs> it 100% ate a guy and took him in. Ake <laughs> doesn't kill it. He just throws smoke at it. He's like, I won't come out anymore. It's probably scared no, of the smoke. He commands a Gandalf style. You will not come out <laughs> no more. You shall not pass, motherfucker. <sighs> so I guess, it's, yeah. All right, now Gracie finally kind of breaks the spell here a little bit. I guess she kind of comes to her senses here in this yeah. in this moment and realizes they're they're all geisha up. I guess at this point, right? Or is that that's Japanese, right? Am I, am I being that's, yeah, that's, that's probably Japanese. offensive? Geisha Japanese, but if I suggested some stuff at this at my wedding, it's I'm not gonna lie. Oh my! Like, <laughs> Were you trying to be lightning at your at your wedding? I was there. I was like, "Can I hold lightning in my hands at some point?" And she's like, "I don't know a guy who can make that happen." And I was like, "God damn it, Reagan! I thought you knew all the guys. I, don't you have like twenty seven yeah. guys? I know about forty seven guys. <laughs> uh, that's still one of my favorite bits of all time. Oh man! And then I love this too. Again, again so eighties. The guy crawling through a hole with a knife in his teeth. Like, <laughs> for no reason. He can just put it back in his boot. He can put it back in his boot. I but guess it looks it, badass. It, it, yeah, it's very Rambo. It's very Rambo. Oh, by the way, I meant to mention, uh, when, when we were watching Wang kick all the, all the ass oh. before they left the yeah. first time, do you know who, Car- uh, who Carpenter apparently originally wanted? Jackie for Chan. Wang? Really? The rumors he wanted God, Jackie God. Chan. And I'm sorry, I mentioned this guy eating fish much earlier. You, He's eating fish here. You I did. Apologize. I thought you jumped the gun, but I was like, well, maybe I I'm misremembering. I did. I'm just excited to move. But yeah, Jackie Chan would have been. I, I love weighing in this. Podcast exclusive Reagan loves Wang. Yeah, apparently, they, apparently, young Jackie Chan. Uh, according to the, the legend around that, is, is that the movie studio balked because they didn't think Jackie Chan spoke English well enough to pull off the role. That was going to be one of my things. I was like, what was, for American audiences in 1986, what was his English? I mean, only a handful of people had probably seen, like, Police Story by that point. I mean, it, it, yeah. again, that's a very, uh, I think that was, like, Hong Kong only for a long time until... It, well, it, it, I mean, what year is Rumble? Rumble's, what, 90... That's, like, 90s. That's, like, 96? 97? I think I saw that in the theaters with your brother, by the way. Was that that late? I really thought it was much earlier. Yeah, maybe it was. It might. Maybe I'm misremembering. Maybe maybe it was high school ish for me. So like maybe ninety four, ninety five. Yeah. But but Jackie was far from far from a household name by that point. Or yeah, at, at the point not, at the point of this film, I should say. So the the studio was like, no, 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 do something else. That's like seer shit. But I mean, John Carpenter picked Kurt Russell. Like, what had Kurt Russell done before Escape? Or you know, or, like he had yeah. done a Mash. Like, or uh, what's the red sneakers one? Like he had done stuff, but he wasn't this. The computer wears tennis shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, uh, you know, and we haven't talked much about it, but Carpenter and and Russell is like one of the great Hollywood team ups of all time between like director and actor. You know, absolutely. You don't don't see much of that anymore. You know, you know. Obviously, Tarantino has you know a a good crew of actors that he enjoys working with on a regular basis, but like Carpenter and and, uh, Tarantino. Russell was like Edgar Wright, like, Simon Pegg. Yeah, yeah, that's a good I point. I mean, there's a few like, um, but I, I, I would even, I, was, I would even say this 
is greater than that because of, just because of, like the level of the movies they did. Yeah, and there, there's some great movies in there. Like, I mean, the thing like, is, like, is Escape all time. from New York, and I even love Escape from L.A. Like, it's fun. You just like Bruce Campbell as the plastic surgeon. Come on. I love anytime Bruce Campbell gets in a movie. I love the end of Darkman because it shows Bruce Campbell it in does. a movie. It's his cameo. I mean, Bruce Campbell's the only guy who's talked shit to Spider-Man. Here, here's the giant floating eye, movies. by the way. Giant floating eye. This is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no one freaks out by it. No. Everyone's like, yep. Yep. That it, works. It, it, Egg's just yelling at it. <laughs> I get... I, I'm, More eyes Egg for the eyeball monster. Egg, Egg's clued in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in Lopan like, sees the everything cool. through the through the eye monster. So they yeah. it, it calls him a little bastard sorcerer. It's so funny. It's so funny when he delivers yeah. that line. Like the prequel, as much as I hate prequels, this prequel writes itself. It does. We should write it ourselves. That's what we should oh, do. We should. Oh, this is how we're going to get famous. I mean, we well, I don't know. We kind of gave away all the details already. <laughs> <laughs> all of our plans for Eddie are, 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 are ruined. Everyone knows them. All right. Don't listen to this podcast. I mean, I'm kidding. Of course, listen to this podcast. You're <laughs> but, already halfway but we, through. We, we copyright the Eddie story. We copyright Eggshen's prequel story. We copyright yeah. all of this. This is ours. And then Jack shoots the eyeball monster because he's had enough. Because <laughs> Lopan's talking yeah. shit through the eye monster. I love you. You never know to try. Exactly. Like, who wouldn't shoot that? <laughs> you see a giant, like, I don't know, testicle with eyeballs everywhere. Yeah. You're not going to shoot it. So, so Jack and the gang are, are in, in, I should say Wang and the gang because like Wang's really in yeah. charge here. Let's be honest, but they're, no, they're back. They're in infiltrating the Lopan's right fortress, now. but we didn't talk about like the big set piece with like the neon skull and everything like that. We'll, we'll yeah. talk about it more cause like the big fight scene breaks out there, but what a beautiful set that. piece that is. It's wonderful. Absolutely. I mean, it's a little eighties, but it's awesome. It looks great. Do you think they got a contractor to put that in their basement? Ooh. Ooh That's some real intricate work going yeah, here on. Yeah, like I mean, here it is. That's the great shot right there. There's the escalator Lopez about yeah. to ride down. Yeah, and the, the white eyes on the girls looks fantastic, yeah. like the contact or whatever they got Smoke going on. Out of, out of the, out uh, of the this mouth. is when he's terrified? I don't think it was this part. I think it's... I don't know, maybe oh, it was I this part. About the guy got new axes that are like glass or whatever <laughs> that look awesome. There's the eyeball monster licking itself right. <laughs> after getting shot in the head. I don't think it was this Why part. Why does it have an eyeball on his tongue? Yeah, yeah, I mean, he doesn't look to be shaking there. There's a beast I think, man. Yeah. They're, they're all there. Everyone's every, everyone's come together Hello. for the big ceremony Good. here. I had to just let me, yeah, fuck it. Just cut it open. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not, but I wish I could be like Jack Bird. <laughs> I think we all kind of want to be like Jack I Burton. Think, I think most people want to be like Jack Burton. I really, just, they're, they're I really just want Kurt Russell be, to be my friend. I just want Kurt Russell to be my friend. But I want a magic potion, too, that make, yeah. makes me feel brave and, and smokes out of the top of the cup. That's yeah. that's where it gets real good. Come pie. <laughs> you can see things no one else – do things no one else can do. As real yeah. as low Real things. <laughs> Six demon bag. There it is. The six demon bag. Great. What's in it? Or <laughs> <laughs> sensational. What's in it? Wind, fire, all that stuff. Come on. I need a six demon bag. Uh, it, this is a great toast, by the way, here from from Wang and and Jack. Oh, Come man. on. The wings of liberty. I. It's. I wish I could got a sequel with them and in, in their youth, like Kurt. I, I mean. Why does Kurt Russell work for I'd president? Watch, I'd vote for if him they, if they wanted to catch Kurt Russell's son as Jack Burton and Gracie's son. 
you know, I we haven't talked about Wyatt Russell, uh, but I can't wait to see him as as U.S. agent on the the Falcon and Winter Soldier show. Uh, is, is he on that? Like, I haven't seen him do anything since uh, Overlord. Overlord. Oh, you didn't watch his show, Lodge uh, Lodge what? Lodge Forty Seven or whatever it was on AMC. That was a great show. That is. I don't even know what that is. That a fireman show or? It was only on for two seasons. They, unfortunately, they canceled it. Uh, but for two seasons, it was great. It was a really fun show. It was really weird. But uh, Kurt Russell's kid does a nice job on it. I mean, I liked him because that's him in um, 22 Jump Street, right? I think so. Yeah, I, I, I think. I mean, seen... He's very funny in that. I mean, I love those movies. They're so stupid. They're so funny. But they know they're dumb. All right, <laughs> I like that. Here's We're, we're, we're into the room now yeah. with the ceremony happening where Lopan's going to become made flesh again. Uh, but but Wang and Jack are there with Egg. And they're going to break this yeah. shit up. Yeah. You got to wait till he's married to shoot him. Also, my wife was not down with this needle marriage scene. <laughs> like, I, I, I was like, let let me just stick you in the wrist with a needle and we'll appease the gods. And she was not into it. For your ceremony? Yeah, for our wedding uh, ceremony. Okay, fair, right. well, fair I enough. I was like, I'm just going to stick you in the wrist with this giant needle. Reagan, I love you and I've known you for 20 plus <laughs> years, but I wouldn't let you stick me with a needle either. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie; it, it was a good decision on her I mean, part. You and I have been into some weird things, but like needle play has not been one of them, luckily. <laughs> oh, look at this! Also, I don't know. He has like an orgasm while he's sticking a needle this, in her. It's crazy. This is a, <laughs> and he's like, oh, he's bleeding. He's got his crazy uh, cocaine nail. I guess he bleeds out of the, wherever he stabs. I think you're right. I think that must be what it is. They're, they're almost like a weird voodoo doll for him. Oh, yeah. but there's oh, the eyeball monster. Wang. Wang finally does what, what Jack couldn't. Yeah, he's like, I'll just here we go. Jack's Jack's moment of triumph uh, right here. I love the screams and the women's eyes opening. And like Jack, right now, I just got goosebumps. I'm not even gonna lie. I've seen this movie a thousand and eight times. And then like, Jack knocks himself unconscious for the big battle. Yeah. <laughs> it's so yeah, good. And then, and, and then, then Gracie, Gracie Law murders a guy. Yeah, Gracie, again, like I said, a, a, a woman, she's not waiting to be saved. She'll, she'll fight for herself. Yeah. Awesome. And then more martial arts badassness right here. This is yeah. awesome stuff. You got Wang running up and down walls and ceilings. Gravity. Did that other guy just run away? <laughs> I mean, I would have done it if a guy ran around the ceiling <laughs> and then looked him out. I would have run away. I would have been like, nah. Sorry, Lopan. I'm out, man. Like, <laughs> Well, that, I'll see you Monday. Like this, <laughs> this is getting out of control. He's still trying to stab Mei Ying with the Mei Yin with the with the with the needles. He wants to be flesh. Gotta yeah. get gotta get this curse lifted off of him. Uh, and then there's a bunch of flip fighting happening. Oh, which, man. as a kid, I thought this was the tits, man. This I was, was like, like this the is the best thing shit. I've ever seen. But this is also before I started watching like a lot of like uh, you know old samurai movies and, and, and yeah. kung fu stuff and, and you know obviously long before Crouching Tiger. So they, this was like the pinnacle oh, for a long time. But I, <laughs> I love the way Kurt Russell just kind of like moves through this scene with his like little mini Uzi yeah. and can't do anything. Yeah, and then he, Thunder just smashes he fires, it. He fires like three shots. They knock him unconscious and that's all he gets out of it in this fight. <laughs> and then he has a knife for the rest of it. Yeah, I mean, he's just, I mean, Jack is brave, but he's just kind of, you know, stumbling through the movie in a lot of senses. Yeah, I mean, he is ill-prepared for this fight. <laughs> I think we all would be, at least as white folk. Yeah, I would be crying in a corner. Are you kidding? 
I'd be like, Beast Man, come hold me. <laughs> like, is this He's a real this crazy guy? warrior, all, dude? Look at this thing. As a kid. <laughs> is this a guy in armor or is this another monster? I thought it was like a statue came to life or something. I was, I've never been real yeah. clear on that. It looked like a statue for a while when you see it kind of in the background, but then it's like walking towards him. And then again, yeah, more great uh, leap fighting here with the sword interplay. Again, Wang, total badass. And it looks fantastic. Like, 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 uh, injector, I take that guy for a thousand dollars. Come on. Also, now, now he's doing creepy drinking blood, blood and, and eggs about to shoot a crystal light. Him, yeah, now, with like that, a crystal grenade launcher. I don't know what the shit that, like, where is that earlier, right? Well, and now we're about to like the crazy, uh, uh, ancient Chinese force battle with like the, yeah. the, 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 the pinky cross laser beams, the and... pinky cross, yeah. <laughs> But again, Don't worry. Then we're going to explain all that. Don't and, worry. You know, Wang with the eyebrow raise? Come on. He did that before yeah, the rock did. Uh, yeah, I know. It was fucking great. And there it is. There's the cross pinkies. There's Egg with yeah, his magic pinky, purple stone. Egg with his stone. And they have like the little samurai video game interplay here. I, I really like this. I guess the thumbs you know, he's using the thumbs. It it's like, it's like yeah. a controller, right? He's like, he's like playing PlayStation. Yeah. I was about. I was gonna say you've button mashed back in the day, where you're like, "Come on, I gotta run faster on Super Nintendo." Well, you know, Roger. Does... Roger gets me all fired up for fighting games every now and again, and then I, I play them. And I don't know what I'm doing, so yeah, I'm totally a button uh, smasher. It's it's my friend Eric. Or, you know, you know Eric. I know. Eric. He gave me a special fighting controller so I could fight against him in video games. He's so much better. Like he actually. <laughs> Look at I love this Matt fan by the way the the, the foil fan oh, that shoots yeah. lightning back at you come on sorry I didn't mean yeah, to it, interrupt it I just, just love that no problem a lot happening say, here he he actually does matchmaking in like Mortal Kombat <laughs> <laughs> like he plays against guys in other countries to fight them Oof. I do not like so imagine how those fights would go <laughs> dude I got mad not the other well. day because uh because like Mike Tyson Punch Out was beating me up I was getting pissed off at that. It's so good on the Switch. I play that shit all the time. And now he breaks the escalator. Yep. That giant cool skull escalator. It's very uh, to, to me, it was very Temple of Doom. I loved it. So, like, you know, you gotta I have, loved like, it. And the, this move. Like, why do you... That's the move right there. Right. Just send him flying into, like, a giant, uh, I don't know, what is that, a six-armed Buddha kind of thing? Ganesh, maybe? Is that That's not Ganesh. That's Indian. Uh, yeah, it's in... I mean, I, I can't see how many arms it had, but... And Gracie and Jack reunite. Gracie's all dolled up in that getup yeah. that uh, Lopan put her in. It's, but it's, it's kind of her, her signature look, though, for the film. Yeah. I mean, that's Buddha right there. That's the elevator. It's a lot of weird uh, mixing of, uh, of gods and goddesses. That might be in this. Ganesh. Maybe it is Ganesh. Uh, it's hard to say. It's six arms. It's six it's, arms, but it's not I'm, an elephant. I, Ganesh is an elephant head, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's because Homer offers it a peanut, and Apu <laughs> says, please don't offer my god a peanut. <laughs> There's Beastmaster. I know most of life not through Beast the Master, Simpsons. Beastman. <laughs> I called him Beastmaster for a second. That's not. That's not yeah. uh, Eric Singer. <laughs> that's a different person. <laughs> yeah. This is a, Jack hey. still high, but he's kind of like turned on by this outfit. Like you can tell, he has a total. Well, right I here. get it. Like this movie might have shaped a lot of my shit <laughs> growing up, man. I'm not gonna lie. Oh my god! <laughs> Getting a peek into Reagan's psyche here. Yeah, like a lot of like a lot of her look with the makeup and everything, getting me where I gotta go. 
Oh my god! <laughs> like this is like a uh, weirdest onion ever. We're just peeling layers I back know. that no one wanted to see. I know. The more podcasts I do, the more shit just comes out for the whole world. <laughs> Luckily, it's okay. My mom doesn't listen to this podcast, so it's fine. Oh, we'll tell your mom. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. <laughs> She's not really. She would just be texting me every five minutes, being like. Who's Admiral Akbar? And I'd be like, don't worry about it, Mom. It's fine. All you need to know is it's a trap. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. our, our characters We're are sort back of, to big trouble, little China. We're at the main point here. Lopan has made flesh uh, again, but he still has Mao Ying and, and Thunder's there, and Jack's going to do some badass stuff here. This is where we get like one of Jack's best lines. Come on. <laughs> you know what Jack Burton does at a time like this? Yeah, exactly. Who? <laughs> Gracie's got a spear. She's ready to go. Now, again, a great speech by Jack here. We're going to use this speech to open the podcast. I'm not going to lie because I love oh, it so much. All right. Yeah. I mean, I love the. I love, I love how he calls him Dave, the by the way. I, yes. He's delivering this badass speech with like smeared lipstick on his face and his teeth, and he calls Lopan Dave. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> and no one knows his name by now. <laughs> yeah. And then Wang makes an incredible entrance. So, like, that's a crazy, crazy, crazy double somersault. Yeah. A triple somersault? That was a lot of a lot of spinning. It was a lot. It was a triple or quad. And then Thunder just whoops them. <laughs> like, I mean, Wang's doing all right. But Jack with his two knife. Two on one. But he's the, oh, Jack's going to go after this, Lopan. Nice yeah. knife. <laughs> I, I love how he looks to the ceiling. Like, fuck. <laughs> so good. And Gracie's all disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> nice it's a good knife. knife. <laughs> <laughs> it, the payoff from the beginning of the movie. Goodbye, Mr. Yeah. Burton. <laughs> but he catches all the, the knife, reflexes. He throws it back. It's all in the reflexes. Yeah. And then I always loved it how the statue started to go like dominoes after he fell. Right. And I, although as a kid I thought they were all gold, and I was like, take some of those broken pieces. That's gold. <laughs> You're going to be rich after this, Jack Burton. They're all like made out of fortune cookie material. They're super hollow. Yeah. yeah. Look, Lopan had to cut corners at some place, all right? He's got dungeons of people hanging upside down. He can't have real gold statues. So this is great because Thunder and Wang are still fighting. Yeah. Thunder just He's cuts that statue art. in half like, for no reason. But once he sees that Lopan is down, things change. And Gracie finally realizes that Jack's been talking it, with that lipstick on his face for an hour. Yeah. I just love Wang flipping through a, it, <laughs> this little great. doorway. Because, yeah, you're just seeing it through, the, through this doorway perspective. Everything. It's fucking fantastic. So much fun. Yeah. It's a great shot. Now, of, like, you can just imagine what that room looks like. But now that Thunder has seen Lopan da- down and out for the count, he doesn't take it well. <laughs> and Jack has seen this move before. Yeah. I mean... He's heard it. Like, he was behind <laughs> him when he did it the first oh, time. Oh, but now we're but, seeing it, though, in a new way. Yeah. Once you see a guy's face get all big like that, you're like, oh, I'm out of here. I don't know what's happening. Those and, like, boots? bloated feet. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. I, That's whoo! the gift I send to my wife when I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> the steam shooting out of the nose. Oof. And, the, yeah, everything. She doesn't get it. Everything now is about the escape, getting out of there in one piece. But we, yeah. we, uh, we have another storm coming. Lightning lightning's yeah. on the way. I mean, the storms really shit the bed at the end of this movie. The last two storms really just kind of fuck well, up. Well, I mean, thunder, uh, lightning, uh, 
Uh, Rain Thunder. gets gets uh, gets shafted in the, with the sword by Wang, and Rain, then Rain loses a fight. I'm talking yeah. about Thunder and Lightning. No, Thunder basically committed suicide, which was weird. And then yeah, uh, Lightning Lightning over here is just trying to bring down the house with like lightning bolts yeah. everywhere. Oh, this this next part's awesome when he's walking through and oh, the, the, the thing the, melts like, behind him. Here. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Yeah. It's great. Great. Fucking effect. bad at like the shot looks awesome. Yeah, yeah, just bringing in the house. That's it's like it's I rad. get it. Why you want to make Raiden? Like you're like, oh shit, that's awesome. And honestly, in the next Mortal Kombat game, if when they say like Raiden and a giant like on fire chandelier doesn't fall behind him, you failed yourselves. <laughs> All right, Mortal Kombat. Exactly. But Egg and Egg and his crew, they they're still there. They're helping out. Egg's got the yeah. re- repelling uh, arrow thingy. So you just hit hit your ride on that bad boy. I feel like that still requires a fair amount of body strength, especially upper body strength, to hang on to that fucking thing. But hey, yeah. super strong. He just anchors everyone. I mean, he got up there. I mean, it wasn't easy, but he got up like 20 feet in the air by himself. Kurt Russell, not a small man. <laughs> Let's be honest. Uh, and then, I mean, who throws again the statue through the hole? lightning here? Oh, egg. Egg. See, look, egg yeah. Gra- yeah. I couldn't remember Kurt Russell. Hey, just it's like, there you go. Boom. I got this. Just <laughs> and then like weird fire comes out of it, which is you know strange but awesome. Yeah, you know a, a lot of weird shit happens. Hey, we can do. Like, uh, this movie's so fantastic. It's so like, fantastic. I love every second of it. And like the... I can hear the music playing in my ears right now, even yes. though it's on mute. Yes. Of like the dinging of the bell. No, listen, and we're running it. You and I are recording this podcast right now. And then my wife is gonna we come are. home, and I'm gonna we're gonna eat dinner and drink beers because we're doing like an Oktoberfest thing at the house tonight. But then after she goes to bed, I'm watching this again with the volume on. It, that's I'm, what's happening I'm tonight. I'm gonna do the same thing as yeah. well. And you have another <laughs> podcast to do tonight, my friend. And you're on the I, East Coast, where it's later. It's like <laughs> seven o'clock your time already. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. now, now the security guards uh, finally show up to do something. They they finally figured out that Jack showed up with a fake phone. <laughs> but yeah. luckily, Jack has no, found the pork, chop ex- the pork Chop Express. He found his truck. The movie's coming full circle, folks. We're almost there. The Incredible Journey. Yeah, his spare key. I love so good. everything Russell does in this movie is fantastic and hilarious. All of his reactions and his his gestures yeah. and facial expressions. The man's on fire in this picture. <laughs> And I love now he's in control of where his world, where right. he's like, relax. Yeah, he's out of the I know underworld. How to drive a he truck. has a truck. He's gonna avoid these cop cars and the fire trucks. Well, at least I'm glad to see someone called nine one one at some point in time in this movie because a lot of banana shit has happened. Yeah, you got you got to imagine at some point though something exploded somewhere to get people. And now Mao Ying and Wang Wang, Wang finally make the yeah. love connection that we we, we expected yeah. an hour and a half ago. Yeah. And Jack just is over all of it. <laughs> Eddie's got a new plaid suit. New plaid suit, bo- fancy bottle of wine. Time to celebrate with some dumplings. Yeah, see, he's wearing black pants there. He learned his lesson. He did. Because once you take that suit apart, it looks like shit. It looks like an asshole looking like the Joker running around. <laughs> or the, the Riddler, excuse me. <laughs> It looked like Egg was taking a hit off a crazy ass uh, like bamboo bong. Don't judge him. I'm not. It's I'm medicinal. just saying, like, like it's kind of hard to see what they were doing there. But it looked like he was like yeah. smoking up something. 
Unger is just having a smoke, and he's like, all right, I'm out. And again, you, you see, like, this ancient feud now is, is past. Aisha can go on vacation. Yeah. Again, another uh-huh. nice little... I, 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 I love the Aisha character so much. He's so much fun, and he just kind of takes, like, yeah. like, like this uh, super graceful exit. See, you could cast Jackie Chan as Egg now in the Ooh, prequel. Ooh, that'd be good. That would be good. Like, you could bring everything full circle because Jackie's a little older now. And then Jack's, Jack's getting his money. He's getting triple or nothing. <laughs> For all his braveness. Despite uh, the, all I do the love this line that he gives to Gracie. <laughs> where he's like, you're not even going to kiss a goodbye. No. And he just leaves. Like, fucking pimp, man. It is, but I also kind of... Kind of sort of thought that like maybe like oh they they this they were planning a sequel. It, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that sets up a sequel. Yeah, so and much. it's just, I mean, spoiler never happens. You can keep waiting like the rest of us. Mm. Leaves you. It's supposed to leave you wanting more, right? Like that. That would be my thought. Yeah, I think so. Well, and, you know, hey, listen, Gracie's not a pushover. Let's be honest. I mean, you got to kind of, uh, yeah. you can't just. Uh... She's a very strong woman. Yeah. And I, I, I agree with what Gracie or, or, or what Jack says. He's definitely going to rub her the wrong way. Right. And I think Jack knows that at this point. I, I, I think they like each other, they're interested in each other. But I think Jack knows, like, he's probably not good uh, enough for it either. In a certain Jack way. Doing the you know, he's a guy right. with, a, with a, you know, he's kind of a con man in a way. Yeah. Not a, maybe comment is a strong word, but you know what I mean. He's full of shit a lot. Yeah, there you go. Full of shit might be the most apropos description as he's drinking oh. and driving his truck. <laughs> yeah. All right, so here's Jack. He's in the Pork Shop Express, drinking and driving, it looks like, but we won't frown on it in the 80s. And he's, uh, he's, he's, he's back to his CB radio show, giving out all the advice on a dark and stormy night. And he's talking about thunder and lightning and rain, which are all the three storms. Uh, which is, I, you know, whether that's intentional or not, I don't know. But it seems like a uh, 100% apropos statement. That's intentional. <laughs> <laughs> I we, mean, not on Jack's part, but right. on John Carpenter. Sure, sure, there you the go. The actual writers. But this yeah. is when we find out that, uh, that uh, Jack's picked up a little hitchhiker on his truck. <laughs> Beastman himself popping out of the back of the truck to let us know that, hey, now, man, there's more adventures to come, right? Do we know Beastman's a bad guy? We he don't. could just be a slave of Lopan. I would like to think that they eventually team up and have adventures together, like like a yeah. like a what 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 was that old show with the truck driving show with like CB and Bear, or whatever. Oh, it was a uh, fucking a. I can't remember. You know what? Though I'd like to think of it more like uh, any which way but loose. You know, with with, with Clyde, <laughs> Clint Eastwood and the monkey. Yeah, that's what I want to think <laughs> yeah. of. Right turn, Clyde, and he just punches somebody in the face like some motorcycle dude. BJ and the Bear. BJ, BJ and, and the, the bear. bear. Thank you. <laughs> Though I still like uh, my any which way but loose reference way more. <laughs> right turn, yeah, Beast Man. Uh, Boom. His, <laughs> he puts his Harley Davidson hat on the bear or on the Beast Man. <laughs> it's awesome. I get it. Well, but this movie is. That's great. the end of the movie. And yeah, exactly, this movie is. Utterly fantastic. It's so much fun. You know, sure, maybe it's a little 80s, but whatever. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. When it's done like this, you're like, oh, this 
this movie still holds up. Uh, like 100%. my podcast is coming out in a year. Yeah, still good. <laughs> I was gonna say like if there's any question, I already know. Like, I okay, I know your brothers. I'm friends with all of all of you guys. Like, yeah, I know 100. percent Rob is on our train. I'm and I'm 90 percent sure Ryan is too. Like there's no way Ryan can show up and hate this movie. <sighs> I don't know. He surprises me sometimes. <laughs> He's become like a, a real adult, adult person. And you're like, oh, I don't know if I agree with this adult. I mean, he is the most adult person that I probably know. I mean, he has, you know, a wife and kids and a house and cars and a uh, really good, good job. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he has a car. He, he has a car that he's saving for his son to turn 16. To get them. Oh my god! Like that's what kind of adult he is. I did love that the that every now and again on your podcast, the Mustang get, does get a shout out. So uh, it's the Mustang. That's what one of his sons is going to drive that Mustang. And then realize how expensive it is to put gas in it every three hours. Well, can you imagine? Like, like let's say like fifteen years from now. All right, probably not. Let's say like ten years from now. Can you imagine what gas prices are going to be? I'd rather not. I hope I'm dead. <laughs> or at least I live in a city with better mass trans. Yeah, or like solar powered cars, or like. Wait, wasn't like corn going to be like fuel? Weren't we going to run cars on corn? The band? I remember that a few. Okay, that's fine. If I can see, if I if I can sing blind, sorry, I'm drunk. Already, I got another fucking podcast. I'm gonna be hammered on that. You're gonna be more like a shoots and ladder kind of guy. Let's be honest. Come on, you want to yeah. do all the all, yeah. the, all the little, all the little nursery rhymes. No, it's Blind. <laughs> blind is the best song Corn ever did. I mean, Freak on Leash is good, but I love Blind so much. All right, we're not going to go do the the Corn podcast. I almost... Wait, we're not on a Corn cast? <laughs> corn cast. <laughs> yeah, but that one's actually about ethanol. It's about corn-based yeah. fuel sources, Reagan. Come yeah. on. Oh, see? This whole conversation just looped around. <laughs> <laughs> but, but listen, let, let's kind of... I mean, we're going to wrap it up. This is already like a two-hour podcast, one of the longest Tomcast podcasts in in recent memory. Uh, but I mean, we watched a movie. You and I love this movie. We're big fans of it. We're not the only ones by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, uh, but in recent years, uh, it, it has been talked about and discussed that oh, so and so studio wants to reboot, relaunch Big Trouble Little China. The last big rumor slash news about it was that that Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, mm-hmm. is attached to be... I guess... I don't know if... They, they never really said if he'd be Jack Burton or some spin-off character, but that he would kind of continue the adventures in one the sense franchise. or another. Yeah, yeah. It, it sounded... I think the one time Dwayne was on the record talking about it, it, it sort of sounded like they, they, were, they were discussing like a... It, they were discussing the next movie as like a legacy kind of thing. Like, the first one happened... It's real. This is the next guy who's going to experience crazy weird things as like the truck driver of the Porkchop Express or whatever, whatever they decide to do. How do you feel about that? It's I wanted to get made. Like I love The Rock or Dwayne Johnson. I I, can, I call Johnson. him The Rock too. Don't worry. You don't, don't feel bad. You and I are wrestling yeah. fans. We're all right. WWE back when it was WWF fans. Yeah. So don't worry. I mean, I loved him when he was in fucking Doom with Carl Urban. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, I enjoyed that. We went. I think we went together and watched that movie at Regal. I think you're in right. In theaters, I think you might be right I'm about that. I'm pretty sure I'm right. Like, yeah, uh, it's. I'm down for it. I want it to happen. I. I don't think it's going to happen though. I think The Rock's too busy now. 
you know, like he, he just bought an entire football league. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when you have the Rock's money. Yeah. I mean, dude, like they're they're gonna do fast in the Furious Ten in space. I mean, like the Rock can do whatever he wants. Oh, I can't wait for that, man. <laughs> I didn't even click on that article because I knew I could not handle myself as a person if I read that it was actually happening. Well, uh, supposedly, like the word on the street is like the next one will set up the idea of them going to space. So uh, we'll see. Yeah. Well, that's something that as a fan of the franchise. We've wanted for about four movies. We're like, they gotta get in spaceships next. Will they find like, Leprechaun? It's the only natural progression. Will they find Leprechaun? Because he wait. went to space. Jason, Jason went to or space. Or Pinhead. Or Pinhead. He did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Pinhead well, uh, also would. To, all to the be fair, people went to hell, space. Hell can go to space whenever it wants. I mean, we all saw Event Horizon. Okay, maybe you and I only saw Event yeah. Horizon, but hell is everywhere. And spoiler alert, it's in the bag. Because <laughs> I love Event Horizon. Oh, so good, dude. Oh, be Maybe a... I'll bring a certain podcast host on to come watch Event Horizon and defend me with it. I, I, yeah, I'm on your side. I think I think Event Horizon is a masterpiece. <laughs> I mean, I haven't watched it in a while. And like we, we talked about like Sunshine the other day. Dude, you, you guys also talked about... Um... Oh, shit. I mean, like we, a lot of those space no, movies I love. You are, I think it was, I think it was Sunshine, the one with uh, what's his name? Yeah, Chris Evans and um, um, fuck, I don't know what's called with the wrong name, Michelle Yeoh. And, That's not what I'm thinking about. I'm talking about the Dennis Quaid and uh, oh, Enemy Mine, not <laughs> or Outer <laughs> Inner Space. Jesus Christ! No, the one with him and the guy who played Angel in X Men, the lame X Men Three movie. God dang it! I'm drawing a blank on his name. The rookie. And I feel like an asshole. <laughs> Fucking it. Pandorum. Pandorum. Oh, Ben Foster. Ben Foster. I love Thank Pan- you. I just think I like that style of movie. Apparently, it's, Pandorum's awesome. Pandorum. I love Pandorum. I love Sunshine. Yeah, Sunshine's good too. Don't get me wrong. I love Horizon. Like that. Like disaster. Like if you haven't watched Pandorum, like go watch that shit. Like Ben Foster is so underrated. So, not to get too far off track, and it's, it's, it's easy to go down this so road, obviously. Uh, but like you know, I had concerns about the about a potential the Big Trouble Little China remake remake slash reboot. I like the idea of it being like a if they're going to do a new one that it's sort of a sequel that like Dwayne the Rock Johnson is sort of like a, like uh, the heir apparent to Jack Burton yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. I don't. I don't like the idea of him kind of repri- becoming Jack Burton. But again, we're talking about a movie that's like probably in pre-development hell because of everything going on. Yeah. So we don't know anything. It's, it's it's on the shelf next to the Flash movie, the Flash solo movie, and the Mouth of Mad into the Mouth of Madness, and other things that are never going to get made. Well, so back to this film though, because like we we can't yeah. talk about this film because it exists. It's on the record, and it's a film that, again. Not just adored by us, but by bajillion people. A bajillion. I'm going to say it. Yeah. Where? But I'm curious. Where would you put this? Because you and I, again, you and I, admittedly, big Kurt Russell fans. Big, big, Huge. big Kurt Russell fans. Huge. Kurt Huge. Yeah. Fan. Like, like, I'm such a big Kurt Russell fan that I want. You know, I, I, I dreamed one day of. You know what? One day I'm going to run Star Trek. 
and I'm going to start a show where Kurt Russell's the captain of the ship. <laughs> uh, don't I don't don't even tease. That was Just my idea. For... That. Like, do you remember when Scott Bakula became captain of the oh, Enterprise? Yeah. Oh, how yeah. much we freaked out, and we love Scott Bakula. It's Scott... not on the same level no. as Kurt Russell. Scott Bakula, and we freaked who out we that love, he was captain. is no Kurt Russell, yeah. sir. He's no and Kurt I, Russell. I, <laughs> Scott, if you're out there, listen. Love you, man. Major League Three 100%. was the shit. Major League Three better than expected. But quantum, I mean, yeah. you and I quantum leap though. Come on. Of course, it's quantum leap, and it's Jonathan Archer from Star Trek. <laughs> I wanted to throw something fun out. All right, still derailed. I haven't even asked my question yet. <laughs> I know I derailed a derailment in the upper. Actually, I mean, like, it's far, Kurt Russell, a man of, in my opinion, many great performances. Where does his performance as Jack Burton rate for you? That's a My tough question. I know. Kurt Russell performances. Uh, Sky High is up there. Really? As like one of your favorite Kurt Russells? Yeah. Like when he's talking to his son, when he says he and Bruce Campbell washed him out of superhero placement. Sure. And he crushes the phone in his hand. It says washed out. It's hilarious. It's such a great performance. I I, as, I don't disagree uh, I with you. Captain Stronghold. That movie is great. No, no, I, it's, I it's great. Movie. I do. It, that it's insanely underrated. Uh, I mean, it, great. It's more of a kids flick, but like Kurt Russell does crush it. Uh, Kurt Russell crushes it. Bruce Campbell, both the kids in the hall guys. Um, what is it? Bruce Foley. Well, okay. No, no. Focus on on other Eddie Kurt Russell movies. Eddie, We're not going to this guy. I know, I know. It's sorry. I'm five beers into this podcast. I apologize to those of you listening at home. Where you're like, where is this guy going? Talking about Dave Foley. Uh, anywho, but not Matt Foley because uh, he, he lives in a band van down the, by the river. So by the river. Anywho, uh, probably Snake Plissken is up there. Snake Plissken's up there. Agreed. I mean, I don't even remember his character's name in the thing, so I can't. Yeah, I don't know if you need to know his character's name. Uh, it, it was, he was a uh, McReady, McReady, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. Because that movie was like high school where everyone had last names only. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I, I think that's more of an uh, kind of an ensemble. What about the best of times, as Reno Hightower? Oh, I do. <laughs> you so love a good football movie. I know you do. When he puts on that's the shoes at halftime, come on! Like I, I, I put like three thousand. I mean, uh, uh, we gotta talk about Miracle. Well, as I say, we we have Dean Prophet from Overboard. We talked about Overboard already, but yeah, yeah. as her Brooks in Miracle is phenomenal. Like Wyatt Earp in Tombstone. Yeah. Oh well, of course. Yeah. I. Uh, his role in Stargate, even as Colonel, whatever his name was. Yeah, uh, three thousand miles to Graceland. Terrible movie, but he makes that movie. You mean as Michael Zane? <laughs> is that what his name is? Yes, but basically you just call him Elvis, other Elvis compared to yeah. Costner. All I remember is Courtney Cox and Bokeem Woodbinder in that movie. That's true. That is true. <laughs> I should go back and watch three thousand miles to Graceland. <laughs> And Kevin Costner, I believe, is the evil Elvis in that movie, right? Where they're like, he's the one who's like over the, the, yeah, he's the one who's like over the top crazy, crazy. But he's also the one who yeah. apparently is is actually related to Elvis. Spoilers. Well, so is Kurt Russell in the movie. 
No, they both think they are, but I thought I thought Kalsner was revealed to I actually be. I thought they were both related to him. Oh, I, now I don't all remember. Right, we're gonna have to watch three thousand miles to Graceland. <laughs> That's all this this podcast is proving. Did right you now. See, did you see Bone Tomahawk? Love Bone Tomahawk. Yeah, he's fantastic in Bone Tomahawk as uh, as uh, Sheriff Hunt. Fantastic in that. I loved him in Hateful Eight. Hateful... Such an underrated movie, by the way. Bone Tomahawk. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I and I think I think Hateful Eight's a little bit underrated too, uh, as far as Tarantino flicks okay. go. But he's good in that. He's real good in that. It's I love Hateful Eight, and I've been off of later Tarantino movies. You are oh how dare you! But uh, and you're you're a Fast and the Furious guy. How was he in those? I haven't seen the last one he put out. I what? haven't seen the the Hollywood one. I it's just I haven't wanted to spend twenty bucks on it yet. How fucking dare you! Get off this podcast. Well, I mean, I was not into Bastards that much. It was okay. What? I know, I know. Whenever I say that to people, that's the reaction I get. That's why I don't tell it to people. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, I'm not deleting that. Then, You're exposed. I know. <laughs> it's okay. It's I love Quentin Tarantino. If you love that movie, I'm not going to take it. I watched it. I must have been in a bad place. All 12 of my listeners are going to be furious with you after this. Uh, I, I apologize. It just wasn't for me. If you enjoy it, that's great. Have I watched it more than once? Of course I have. It has Brad Pitt in it. I'm not a monster. And, it, and it, I don't enjoy it, really. It's fine. I think it's just that it has Eli Roth in it. Well, okay. And he, I, he's in it a I, I, I love that movie back. despite <laughs> Eli Roth being in it. Come on. Yeah. Hans Landa, one of the greatest there, there villains in movies? There are some things I like about, like Christoph Waltz. I love him in that movie. I think he's great. It, it Fastbender, just gets a little. Fastbender's great. Me. Watch it again. I think you gotta watch it again. I All say right, maybe I'll watch it again. I didn't like D, uh, Django Unchained. Or no, I like the first half of Django Unchained. The second half, I was just annoyed. I, I'm trying to remember which half I like. I, I I agree. I think Django's a little uneven. So I, I do agree with you on yeah. that. With the second the, half, because there's, there's a point where they could just walk away and win. Let me let me ask you a real controversial Kurt Russell question uh, here, all right? All right, go ahead. How do you feel about the Christmas Chronicles with him as Santa? Haven't watched it. How dare you? It's, I don't watch Christmas shit. Oh, I'm not my. into Christmas stuff. You motherfucker. I watched three <laughs> Christmas movies. <laughs> Are you counting Die Hard? <laughs> Die Hard is one of those Christmas movies I watch every year. I watch Bill Murray Scrooge okay. every year. And I watch, this is one of my wife's favorite movies, and I love it, Four Christmases with Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn. It's fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. <laughs> those are the only three Christmas movies I watch. Well, this has been the last episode of the TomCast podcast because <laughs> – I'm going to go slit my wrist after this. I broke it. I win. (laughs) Never. This show will never end. Um, (laughs) Four Christmas. Four Christmas is okay, I suppose. I love four. We watch it every year, Christmas. Well, listen, I mean, to to pull the veil back a little bit on on my life, uh, we, we, we enjoy that movie in a sense because for a long time we sort of lived it with trying to visit every single family member we had on Christmas Day out here in, in California. It was a that fucking awful. nightmare. And we Like I love my family. That sounds awful. Yeah, no, I we we finally decided like like a couple years ago like enough was enough. Like this we we have to kind of pick. 
Like we're going to one person's place and that's it. We're done. Yeah, wouldn't you just do one for Thanksgiving and then one for Christmas? It's complicated and, and parents are greedy. You know that. Uh, I know. I know. You're lucky your in-laws don't live in this country. My in-laws <laughs> live in another country. <laughs> and, uh, I can only imagine what it would be like if they were here because I remember I missed a Thanksgiving a few years ago to see my in-laws. Oh, boy. And you would have thought I stabbed my mother in the kidneys. <laughs> To be fair, I have seen you stab your mother in the kidneys. Yeah. No, yeah. just kidding. All right, answer the question. Did you order the code red? I can't handle the truth, man. <laughs> Where do you rank this on, in Kurt Russell performances? Come on. Oh. We've been dancing around this for 20 minutes, it, it, I feel like. <laughs> it's probably my favorite Kurt Russell performance. I, I mean, we didn't even talk about Soldier. No, we, we yeah, there's, there's a lot left on the table, too. Uh, but I, mean, I it, think... He's a fantastic actor. I think my I agree favorite. with you. I love Snake Plissken, uh, but I think... I, I, I just love the sort of, like, every man, you know, in over his head approach that is Jack Burton. I, I I think it's probably my favorite amongst so many great candidates. And again, I love her Brooks. I, I, was, I love him as I love him in 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 so many movies. So many. What's the one where he's uh uh where where Steven Seagal dies and he has to save Halle Berry on the plane? Executive decision. Yeah, another good one. Come on. Stay tuned to come on. It still gets good. I think I was gonna say I think you and I saw that at the Aspen Hill Theater for like two bucks or whatever way back when. I miss that theater. I watched so many films in it, and we just wanted to go see Steven Seagal die, <laughs> and we had a great time because of it. Yeah. <clears throat> Although growing up, we were never big like Steven Seagal guys. Like, no, we are never, we, like... We well, stayed true to our, our to Stallone and uh, Schwarzenegger roots, as far as that wins. Yeah, we are, we are never Seagal. Well, I would say kickboxer. Like, we are... That's, there's some Van Damme we, in there. Yeah, we... But, like, but we Seagal never were never Seagal great. guys. Like, I liked Mark for Death, but I didn't love Mark for Death. I didn't watch it a thousand times yeah. or anything. Like, yeah, we didn't watch a bunch of Under Siege. Uh, you know, and you know what it was? I'll tell you, what, I'll tell you right now what it was. The ponytail. No interest. Yeah. Maybe if you had a mullet. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, Under Siege is fine, but like, it's not, you know, Tommy Lee's the best part of Under Siege. I was about to say, Tommy Lee's a great villain in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I just got, (laughs) I was talking to a coworker today who's never seen Die Hard and, but she's a big, uh, she's a big Harry Potter fan. Is she 15 years old? No, no. She is younger than me. But uh, but she's a big Harry Potter fan, and you know, obviously, uh, uh, Alan Rickman was 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 Snape, Snape, Snipe, whatever. Snape, Professor yeah. Snape. I'm not a, I'm not a big Potter guy. Sorry. It's so, I hate Potter, love Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> the much superior franchise. Oh my god! Come you, at me. Yo, they will. They will. You can add him at C O I S pod <laughs> yeah, dot let, com. Let him hear it's, it. it's all the same on instagram and twitter go ahead <laughs> it's a better franchise the, he's saying this because his brother's the one who manages the social media feeds <laughs> so 100 a million to eight percent but i was telling her it's, it's like you haven't lived until you see rickman be the best bad guy in the history of, of action movies 
Yeah, oh, such a loving bad guy. Nice suit. I, I love Bill Clay so much. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's, that's, that's that's a fancy way of saying that like Reagan's gonna be back very very soon because uh, guess what, my my wonderful beautiful listening audience, it's almost time for Hans Toberfest, and and Reagan has graciously agreed to come on and and reminisce about the joys of Die Hard. Yeah, he really had to twist my arm to get me yeah, to come it, talk it about that hard. It wasn't a, a hard conversation. I didn't even need to buy him a beer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Just so, growing up as childhood, we watched that movie, I'm going to say once a month for like three years. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> my God. I mean, I've seen it 3,000 times and probably at least 2,000 times with you. So, <laughs> um, so great. Let, let's bring this one to a close. This has been a long – this is like the most epic length podcast we've done on the TomCast podcast. Any final closing thoughts you want to share about Big Trouble in Little China? It, I mean, I can't imagine somebody listening to this who hasn't seen the movie. But if you haven't seen the movie, go check it out. It's going to blow your mind. It's such a wonderful, self-contained little movie that could have been so much more. Yeah, and I guess it bombed. There, there's a domestically. lot. Domestically, there's a lot of of stories about uh, the movie did insanely well at test audiences and test screenings, uh, but the studio just had no idea how to market this to people. And so, I mean, if you look at the movie poster, the tagline is not even very catching. Shh! Stop throwing my slippers! Come on. You know, it was something like really generic, like Jack Burton's about to have big trouble. And and, uh, and the audience is about to have big fun, and it's like, oh, that is not great. Yeah, it's a... but again, the movie poster itself is awesome. It's this fa- again fantastic Drew Struzan art who has done Indiana Jones and Star Wars and and just countless movie posters for big time hits like a lot of Spielberg stuff, and and one of the lamest taglines that you could possibly think of. Yeah, it's a terrible tagline, especially for this. Like this movie is fucking great. They had no idea what it was. They couldn't. They couldn't wrap their heads around it. And maybe this like nineteen eighty six white person mentality. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's one thousand percent. Like, let, of course, that's what it is. Let me. They were let like, me ask you, we don't know. Let me ask you this. With this question, this is a little tricky question. You again, you and I are both white males, uh, but as as the white male married to a a a person of Asian origins, do you think this plays still, or 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 is there political incorrectness? Because I kind of feel like it's okay. I, I I wasn't uncomfortable. I thought it was like very like, respectful I, to the honestly, culture. Watching it, this I was looking for something to be uncomfortable about. But like, I mean, I guess you could say um, Gracie gets dressed as an Asian, you know, in the Asian traditional garb. But Lopez, but she doesn't do that. choose to do that. Right? Yeah, exactly. That's against she will. doesn't choose. So yeah. no, I would say this is actually surprisingly politically correct for what it does. Yeah, there, 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 I don't feel like there's any any cultural appropriation. I don't feel like there's any uh, forcing of like the white man's perspective onto it. Again, Jack is basically Wang's sidekick. He's the white person's entry point to the story, but he doesn't yeah. he doesn't like heavily influence his outcome by any means. He's just no, kind of along he for gets- the ride, and he takes us with him. Yeah, and he gets beat up a lot. A lot. Well, and a lot of it's self-inflicted, too. I mean, like, he shoots a ceiling that falls on his own head. <laughs> I mean, come on. 
yeah, I, I feel like I feel like for for you know for a movie from so long ago, it it does not uh, offend any of any any of the cultures that are depicted. It, it just kind of like plays along with its mythology. I would love to hear if I'm wrong. Yeah. If anyone has a, a dissenting opinion, uh, let me know. I, I, I'm happy to to hear it. I, you know, and again, I have a white man perspective. I understand. Maybe maybe I'm limited and I'm not uh, encompassing things the right way. But I think it plays well, even in the, in 2020. Uh, I I think it does well, mm-hmm. also. And I thought you were going to ask about how much my wife watches this movie. I know the <laughs> answer to that. Like, I know the answer to that. Yeah. No. Don't don't worry. I know your wife. Like, Melissa just... is a lovely, lovely lady. But her movie taste. Questionable. And, and, Questionable. And I'm trying to fix it. <laughs> Not interested in doing a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm like, hey, come watch Star Trek Six with me. And she's like, no. Dude, listen, yeah. I, I, I understand. I'm sympathetic. My wife, again, I love her dearly. She's watched three episodes of The Mandalorian since October or November when it debuted. I mean, come on. Oh, I can't even get my wife to watch episode one. It's well, bananas. Yeah. Well, it, but she'll go watch the movies with me in theaters and watch me cry and do oh, I, other I can't dumb even, stuff. I can't get her to do that. I think I took. I think the last one uh, I took her to was Rogue One, and then uh, I know she saw. I think she saw the Last Jedi with me, but I I didn't want to subject her to the Rise of Skywalker because I was like, even I can't sit through uh, this shit. It's I dragged her out back to back weekends to watch <laughs> Rogue One, where she was like, "You really want to go see this movie again?" Oh, I was like, so "Yeah." It's so Didn't good. you watch Rogue One? And then we watched Force Awakens also back to back weekends, and she was. Nice enough to come, like she enjoyed them. No, let's, let's like, be she'll honest. She'll come watch Marvel our, movies with our, me and our, stuff. But. You know, our our women, our, our our lovely women in our lives, our, our wives are are saintly in many regards, but their taste in movies questionable. Come on, let's, let's <sighs> call it as it is. My wife loves Pitch Perfect and the Pitch Perfect franchise. And on that, which note, I can't, I think we're gonna yeah. wrap up this <laughs> podcast because I'm not going down that road. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't like singing. <laughs> I like one thing about me. I like what's her name. That's about all I can say about that. It's, I'm sure they're fine actresses. I tried to watch Pitch Perfect one and I fell asleep. What is it? Who I is, slept like a baby. Who am I thinking of? Who's in that movie? Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. Such a joy in in uh, in the uh, the Scott Pilgrim film. So I, I that made me a fan of hers. Awesome. Anna. Not that big of a fan of Scott Pilgrim or Baby Driver. Oh well, all right. Well, I guess I'm doing this I podcast. I know people also. It's it's the Quentin Tarantino thing all over again, where you're like, you can't be like, oh, I don't like this. Like, it's fine. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim holds up just just for the vegan police scene alone with uh with uh with uh Thomas Jane and uh, Superman himself. <laughs> yeah, uh, Brendan Roth. Right? Brendan Roth. Roth is in it. Yeah, the vegan police thing is hilarious. Anyway, and and uh, you have uh, Captain America, Chris Evans as the skater dude. It's pretty funny. Come on, uh, try it again. Chris Evans is it? Try it again. I'll, I'll have to go back and watch Scott Pilgrim. I just watched Baby Driver within the last year and was like, "Oh, this is it." I, like, I was expecting more. From well, it. whatever. We'll go down that road later. I'm going to wrap uh, this up. This is going on way once, too long. Once again, this is a 19-hour podcast. Yeah, we're, we're not way off base. Scott Pilgrim right I don't, now. It, this might be the. I, if anyone wants to listen to like us talk for two and a half hours, I commend them for for the effort. So, yeah, thank you. Oh my I can't God. believe you did it. 
If you did, thank you. Yeah, if you did, thank you so much. Again, I'm sorry I take down Tom so many roads. <laughs> it's I can't help it. It's how we talk to each other. Oh, and I still I still have to record the outro too. So God knows. All right, uh, I'm turning it off. That's <laughs> it. Th- Reagan, thank you for doing this. It was a lot of fun, man. I had a blast. Oh, thanks for having me. <laughs> thank you, Pothead Nation. We might have to give everyone a break from you for a little while after this one. We'll see how it goes. I know they're going to be like, "Don't have this guy on anymore." <laughs> All right, my friend. I'll talk to you shortly. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Bubba. That's Archer. Oh, Archer. He's okay. letting me know he wants fucking dinner. <laughs> He's like, hey, Dick, I'm hungry. Perfect. Time for the medicine. Uh, this does what again exactly? Huge buzz. Oh, good. Can see things no one else can see. Do things no one else can do. Real things. As real as Lopin. Hey, what more can a guy ask for? Oh, the six demon bag. Terrific, a six demon bag. Sensational. What's in it, egg? Wind, fire, all that kind of thing. Here's to the army and navy and the battles they have won. Because to America's colors, the colors that never run. May the wings of liberty never lose a feather. Ah. <laughs> feel pretty good. <laughs> I'm not, uh, not scared at all. I just feel kind of, feel kind of invincible. <laughs> Me too. I got a very positive attitude about this. Good, me too. Yeah. It's getting hot in here, is it just me? Hey, so there it is. That is the podcast. That is Reagan and I. Reagan co or I guess main host of the Come On It's So Good podcast. C O I S G pod at uh, on twitter and instagram i might be a little off it has been a couple of hours since we recorded this episode and in that intervening time uh it has been oktoberfest in the tom house which means uh beer cheese and pretzels and brats and uh most specifically beers so i may not be a hundred percent all there for this closing outro of the episode. Uh, but listen, I had a great time with Reagan. Big Trouble in China is is one of those movies that is, to me, a, a, a classic, not just a cult classic, but just a classic in general. Uh, uh, Kurt Russell is a true American treasure, an American gem. You know, we, 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 we're, we're playing that speech where, where he and uh, Dennis Dunn do that, that, that great speech. It's, Again, it's it's a little hokey because it's late America and, and to kind of have a patriotic speech play out in 2020, you know, it rings a little a little differently than it did in 1986 when, patriot, when, when, when patriotism was more at its high. Uh, but I, I think that's one of the endearing qualities about Big Trouble in Little China. The sort of immigrant, immigrant story that is contained 
within the picture. It's not overt. It's not slap you across the face. But it's there. I mean, you know, we are following... The vast majority of the characters in this picture are Chinese Americans. And this is sort of their story. And it's it's wonderful. And it's charming. And it's endearing. And again, Jack Burton provides that window into this world, into this culture that is unique and different from from what we had known or have known growing up. Uh, particularly for me as someone who grew up in the 80s and 90s, and much like for Reagan, who grew up in the 80s and the 90s. Uh, you know, it, it's again, I, I, I'm curious if anyone listening of a younger age has a different perspective on this. I think the movie's fun, and you know it's of its time for sure, because in you know in the two thousands in particular, and especially by twenty twenty, the world is much much smaller than it was in in eighty six eighty seven when when we saw this for the first time. But again, I don't feel like there's there's cultural appropriation. I feel like there's a strong feminist vibe with the female characters. Let me know if I'm wrong. I have a limited perspective, and I would love to hear if I've made a mistake. And and with that being said, I hope everyone listening has enjoyed what I think has been a really fun podcast, and and one very different than than what we normally do here on the Tomcast podcast. I mean, this by far is one of the longest podcasts we've ever done. I mean, we're closing in on two and a half hours, and it. I mean, it's it's great. Don't get me wrong. It's it's really great in a lot of ways. Uh, but this is not the normal show that we do here on the Tomcast Podcast. So I, I'm, I'm looking for feedback. I want to know what everyone thinks of this longer version of the show. I can't help it but, but be curious. And with that being said, I have to thank the loyal and dedicated members of Pophead Nation, my Patreons. You are dear, sweet people. And I've been a little lagging on giving you guys extra bonus content, but it is forthcoming, I promise. So thank you so much to Pophead Nation, which you can join at patreon.com forward slash TomCastPopCast, and you will get to hang out with awesome members of Pophead Nation, like the Aspen Hill Chody, the Batman of Bay Park, Jeff Nail, co-host of The Ringing Ear, a fantastic music podcast. Thank you also to evil circle the evilest of all the circles thank you to the squid master general mr brian brissard and the batman of um, jesus christ and the new in the new excuse me and the new jersey devil mark wegemer finally please make sure you are subscribed liking and sharing this podcast on whatever platform it is you choose Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play. We're in all of them. If we're not on something, let me know. I'll make sure we get on it immediately. And if you're following along on Apple Podcasts, give us those sweet, sweet, sweet five-star reviews. They go an insanely long way to making sure that people know what kind of a good time we're having here on the TomCast Podcast and why they should join along and listen to the show. Again, social media, at TomCast Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. I can't thank everyone enough for listening. Uh, 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 having a such a dedicated core audience like I do is is the reason why I continue to do this podcast. 
other than the fact that I just I just basically enjoy talking about the things that I enjoy talking about. So thank you again so much for listening to this podcast. And as we always say, as we as we outro the show, ciao, babes. We're not gonna be fucking sunk this year. We're the Stanley Cup champions.